Hey folks, welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host, and today we are talking about the return of Cybefest Northwest. Uh, Cybefest Northwest 2022 is returning to the Kent Commons Community Center in Kent, Washington on July 23rd. It's the unofficial Transformers convention in the Pacific Northwest by the fans for the fans, and it will be returning as an in-person uh, event uh, celebrating our favorite robots in in disguise you know it's for transformers young and old new and long time so come out and uh, come celebrate transformers at Cybefest northwest i am excited to be a part of that show i wanted to talk about it and uh um oh hey here comes a new challenger i'm just gonna click on this uh um uh real quick here um so yeah so uh, so i see liz waving over there and uh you know it's it's uh it's 746 so gtfo scrub no <laughs> Drag her, drag her. <laughs> when I thought she was going to join us late, I was anticipating maybe a little later, but but uh, but here we are. So we, man, we we have got a full house. I got a screen full of friends over here. So uh, um, you know, uh, members of the uh, Cybefest Northwest uh, leadership team. Uh, I thought you know I could tell you about the convention myself, but I thought it would be funner to discuss it with uh, friends that have been part of this incredible uh, convention experience for a really long time. So we're just we're just going to go I don't know count, count oh no counterclockwise. Uh we're uh we're uh we'll just do some brief introductions and then um then yeah we'll talk about the show. Uh Ben, why don't we start with you and why don't you tell us a little bit about about yourself and uh what you do at uh at the Cybefest. Uh well, I'm I'm Ben. I've been basically running Cybefest uh, from the beginning, uh, it was when uh, Greg, who ran CybeCon, decided to kind of retire that show. He brought me on and said, "Why don't you start your own show?" And and uh, so we, so I brought my friend Jason in, and who's not here. He's very shy, you know. Um, and uh, and then we started CybeFest, and and yeah, we wanted to to continue the. The community that was built through CybeCon um, and keep that going because we have, have made so many friends uh, through this hobby, all of us. I mean, I didn't know Jamal or Liz um, before we I was a Transformer fan and, you know, mm -hmm. doing the community Transformer stuff. And it was because of uh, CybeFest that I met Liz. Jamal, I think I knew a little bit before uh, a few years before that. So, I mean, it's just a fun time. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, there's this, uh, community, a uh, pretty strong collector community in the Pacific Northwest that, that was kind of a thing, uh, in the, I mean, cause like, I, I've been a lifelong Transformers fans and I didn't know that there was such a large and strong community until what, three, four years ago. Um, which I still kick myself for. It's like, there were all these great friends here the whole time that I just, I just wasn't in the right spot to, to connect with them. So, um, yeah, I, I, good explanation to why there's no toys on the shelves for, for many times. Like, Oh, where, why, why aren't they getting new stuff? And it's like, Oh, it's because there's hundreds of other people in this area that all want the same stuff at the same place. Mm -hmm. So. 
So yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 a really cool fandom here in the Pacific Northwest, and I think that that Cybefest is a is a uh, celebration of that. Um, uh, really cool times. Uh, but uh, uh, more on that in a sec. I, I'm gonna if I if I start telling too many stories, we'll we'll never get anywhere. Um, Liz, let's uh, let's uh, uh, let's chat with you. What's uh, what's going on in uh, with Whirl? <laughs> Quite a few things. <laughs> um, I've got this event coming up. You might have heard of it. It's called Cybefest Northwest. Um, but yeah, uh, I do a whole bunch of uh, extra stuff that is sort of like the non-collector side of the community is kind of my bag. Um, so I, I do collect a little bit, but not quite as much as most of you. Um, but my, my kind of side of things is talking with artists and getting more artists to come and uh, some of the social media stuff as well. Nice. Yeah. Shockingly brief and concise. You, you, you've learned nothing from hanging out with me and doing broadcasts. Give it time. <laughs> yes, yes, it's true. And um, and and Jamal, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, my name's Jamal. I am the dealer coordinator for Sidefest. I am probably the most recent addition to the staff. Uh, prior to that, I was a longtime volunteer and. Uh, an attendee. And then even before that, I was a long time attendee with SideCon. So uh, I've been doing the convention thing for quite a long time. Um, it's been a lot of fun doing it. It's nice to kind of be on the other side of it and just be able to help out and be able to uh, give a little input and be, able to, and be able to help Ben and Jason and Liz make this thing happen. Um, a lot of people that have come to the event, I've known for quite a while. Uh, it's interesting because I've been pretty much a lifelong Transformer fan as well, and I didn't get plugged into the community until um, one of the other people in the community had convinced me to actually start posting on TFW. Okay. <laughs> and like that happened, gosh, I started posting on TFW, I think, I want to say towards the end of the Unicron trilogy. Okay. And uh, started posting a lot in sightings. And that's really how I ended up meeting Ben and Randy and a lot of other people. So um, it's, been, it's been a really cool experience. And I would say definitely, definitely tight-knit community. Um, gosh, we've been to each other's weddings. We've helped each other move. So it's, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely community. Definitely a lot of family, if you will. So mm -hmm. it's been a really cool experience. I'm glad to be able to be part of it. Awesome. Cause I, I think one of the things that, that sets Sidefest apart from uh, some of the other Transformers fan conventions, both uh, small and large is that it's, it, a family event like like Jamal you were talking about it's like you know all of us are family all of us are friends and and have been there and it's that was the, one of the things that I was really struck by uh the very first Sidefest I I attended which I th I think was 2018 and I was just I was just struck by the amount of kids that were there and I'm just like whoa this 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 uh toy brand that's aged that, that that's aimed at kids there's actually kids here playing with the toys <laughs> for the kids yeah. what a concept <laughs> it's crazy uh but yeah so so that that uh focus on family friendliness was something that I always appreciated um about Sidefest um, so, but that being said, I, I guess let's kind of talk about um, where, 
kind of somewhat the, the the recent evolution of the show like you know we're 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 still in a pandemic you know regardless of uh, uh what folks say and there you know there there's still uh precautions to be had and uh, uh safety to be concerned with but um Sidefest was one one of the first shows that I can think of that really adapted to the changing landscape of the of the pandemic like there was a you know the uh what was it uh um well, I guess it would have been 2020. I almost said 2019, but um, but yeah, I mean, so like you know, there there was there was that year where Sidefest went completely virtual, and then and then there was last year where where it was you know a a um uh lower capacity uh dealer room you know kind of like slowly getting back and 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 so this year feels kind of like the um not not quite the we're back but like the closest to that you know while while still being uh safe and cautious so what i what i thought we would talk about before we get into the meat and potatoes of this year's sidefest um maybe let's just kind of talk about how the team you guys ha- have come together and have adapted to this uh changing landscape over over the last uh um last two years we're definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody's had to, you know, evolve with everything's going on. I mean, it seemed like, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, there was always something new, the new mandates, new recommendations, you know, just, it just kind of consistently shifted, you know, all the time. And so we just kind of learned to uh, kind of, follow what was going on and then make our decisions accordingly. And I think, you know, we just realized that, you know, for the online thing that that was the only way we were going to be able to do it at all. And I, th- I, we, I think we found it to be a huge success. Liz, do you agree? Oh, definitely. You know how um, buildings up here in the Pacific Northwest are built so that if there's an earthquake, they'll shake with the earthquake and everything will be okay. That's kind of how we're building Cybefest. <laughs> we're like, okay, things are definitely going to change. We don't know when they're going to change. We don't know how they're going to change. We just need to be built so that we can shift with these changes. Uh, and I think that's worked out okay for us, especially this year. And at Cybefest, we recommend getting underneath tables, uh, you know, for safety. <laughs> <All the legs. laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, well, it is being held in a gym, so that that does exactly. seem oddly appropriate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the things i thought was really good too was that we were really we were really cognizant about the mandates from from like the washington state mandates or public health mandates we were really good about being aware of that and discussing it so that we could figure out the best way to adapt sidefest to follow those mandates but still have it be welcoming and inviting for people to come and i think that really helped out with uh last year for example uh, being the dealer coordinator, I was the one that's in charge of like setting up, figuring out the layout for Sidefest. And so you might recall last year, I had things a little bit more spaced out mm-hmm. to accommodate for social distancing and stuff like that. And um, the difference this year is that now that the mandates aren't as strict, uh, we're, we really tried to kind of have more booths and more tables this year. But I still made a point of making sure there was room for people to move around. And one example of it not being 100% back to how it was prior to the pandemic is that we 
like we have the space for the children's play area, but we're not putting like a whole bunch of transformers there and stuff like that because we want to leave that open space for like if kids end up buying some stuff there, they do have a space to be able to go play with their toys. And we don't have people don't have to worry about kids sharing germs or sharing toys and passing things around. Um, you know, something that maybe we can get back to in later years once we once we figure out the end of the pandemic, if that ever happens. But um, for now, that's kind of something that we still held off on. So mm-hmm. we're trying to come back in different ways. But that was kind of the big thing that I wanted to try and do this year as a dealer coordinator was just try and fill the gym a little bit more, but still give people room to walk around and mingle and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Well, and uh, and while we're here, I I do want to remind folks that you know uh, Sidefest Northwest is uh, July twenty third. It's at the Kent Commons Community Center uh, uh, here in Washington State, in the uh, lovely town of Kent. It's uh, you know it's a, a, the unofficial uh, Transformers convention here in the Pacific Northwest by the fans uh, for the fans, and we're we're talking with uh, uh, some of the show organizers and the leadership team for uh, Sidefest Northwest talking about. About the uh, convention returning as an in-person event, as uh, as we celebrate those uh, uh, robots in disguise, I do want to call um, attention to a couple things. Um, one, uh, obviously, that it's uh, uh, July twenty-third. Uh, the hours are from eleven a.m. to five p.m. Um, the registration deadline for attendees has been extended to uh, July 16th. So that's uh, that's part of the reason why uh, we're getting together now and, uh, and and talking about it so that um, uh, with the idea that more folks have more opportunity to uh, pre-register uh, for the event. Uh, the advantage of pre-registering is you get uh, early entry to the show. You get in an hour earlier at 10 as opposed to uh, the uh, general admission folks uh, that will be rolling in at 11 and and if you've ever been to a any kind of toy show, whether it's Transformers or not, if you have the opportunity to get in early, uh, that's that is an opportunity you want to take. So uh, uh, pre-registering is very easy. You go to uh, sidefestnw.com uh, and click on the uh, uh, pre-register uh, window and go through the process. So registration will be open through July 16th. After that, though, you got to come in as a um, general admission. And I do want to remind you also that uh, dealer tables are already sold out. So like we're already talking about, it is it is going to be a packed room, so you don't want to uh, uh, miss out on some of those um, some of those good deals. And so, um, so actually, I, I'd like to um, uh, turn the conversation uh, back to uh, Jamal for a sec, and I'd like to um, you know, so as the dealer coordinator, um, maybe let's talk about. Uh, let, let's say I have never been to Sidefest before and I don't know anything about that. You know, we're, we're talking about like going to like a community common center and we keep talking about like the gym. Um, paint a picture for uh, uh, for us that have never been to Sidefest before. What uh, new fans that are just joining us here for this uh, live stream or listening to the podcast, uh, uh, what, what, what they might be in for. Let's uh, let's talk about kind of like the, the vibe of uh, what Sidefest is and then and then. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll start talking about individual dealers and, and other cool stuff. Well, one of the things about Sidefest is that uh, Ben and Jason have done a really good job of trying to make it more than just a toy show. 
But the funny thing about it is that at the end of the day, the dealer room always ends up being the biggest attraction. That always ends up being the biggest reason for people to come. They want to find some deals. They want to try and score some figures that they have been looking for. Uh, maybe they don't want to pay eBay prices for them, perhaps. Uh, so it, it still remains kind of being the biggest attraction. And I think for somebody who's coming to SideFest the first time, the really cool thing about it is that when you come in that dealer room, I mean, you know, we all, we're all at that age where we, We'd go to Toys R Us and we'd be able to see aisles of toys and stuff like that. But for the dealer room, it's kind of like walking in and just tables and tables and tables of Transformers. And so for any Transformer fan, it's just a really great place to be able to find lots of figures, all kinds of different deals. And with all the year, and there, there's a wide range of figures too. That's the other thing. It's not just the newest stuff, but then you also have you know, mitten sealed card stuff and mitten sealed box stuff from previous years and previous collections. So if somebody missed out on stuff and they wanted to kind of dip back, then, you know, that's a, they'll be able to find some great stuff in the dealer room. And since I came on board, one of the things that was probably kind of more my trademark uh, was I got a little bit creative and I had, uh, I think before I became the other coordinator, I think most of the tables were like single table booths. And so mm -hmm. it was kind of like, single table booths, but a lot of them. And I had come up with the idea of, well, what if we kind of put some larger booths in there so that people that had more stuff had more room. And uh, as near as I can tell, that's been working out quite successfully. So that's kind of something that I'm really glad that I was able to suggest and that we were able to implement because, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, but I kind of feel like we probably have gotten some vendors that we wouldn't have been able to get before because we had bigger booths to be able to sell versus just everybody being on a single table. Well, we have accommodated um, some of the bigger dealers by letting them buy multiple tables. Ah, okay. But to have it set up ahead of time where they can just go, I know I want a larger space, so I'm just going to get this bigger table section and, and have it already kind of explained what it was going to be shaped like, stuff like that. And, we always had like like the corner tables, but the idea of having kind of multiple tier stuff has always been very helpful for dealers and stuff. So, gotcha. and, it, and it's such a wide variety of stuff too, especially with us having the artists in there, because uh, that's the other thing about it too. Is uh, as much as I like collecting Transformers, for example, um, some of the artwork that you can get is really cool. I mean, the year we had David K, I was able to get a print that I probably wouldn't be able to walk in any store and buy and get his autograph on it. Um, yeah. You know, just a lot of, a lot of cool different stuff. I got some great stickers from, from Ashley, who was one of our vendors last year. And uh, I hear she's got some very cool stuff for this year. So I uh, am going to go poor at Ashley's table. I mean, she, yeah. she, so she, she just keeps making more buttons and more prints and it's like stuff I want. I'm like, stop making sound wave stuff. I'm going to go more. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah. So um, but I really have a lot of fun at the dealer room and, and it's uh, great being able to talk to the dealers too and kind of get a feel for what they, they need. It kind of helps me prepare for the, for the next year, kind of keep things in mind as well. So um, it was, it was a good spot for me to land in. <laughs> Yeah. For being the new person on the staff and coming on board. 
Well, and I I thought being a a uh, you know couple time uh, offender, a couple time uh, uh, attendee, you know, I I really appreciated the the layout of last year's show. It was like, I mean, again, like we were talking about, it's like you know there there was there was adequate distance, so folks felt comfortable, but it also felt full. You know, it's like it's it was it was uh, uh, bigger than I was expecting. Uh, uh, to be honest, I, I was I was really pleased with uh, with just the way it was set up. So, with that being said, let's kind of talk about how the how the setup is this year. So, like you know, I had I had just mentioned that all of the dealer tables are um, sold out, and we know with uh, uh, safety concerns still be being in place. How's the how's the floor plan going to uh, compare with uh, with years past? Do do we have uh, uh, fewer vendors, or are we getting creative with how they're set up? Uh, maybe let's talk about that a bit. So the floor plan is actually very similar, but I believe compared to last year, we might we are doing uh, two more Voyager tables than we did before the two table booths, and. Um, and then one of our vendors needed something bigger than the leader class table booths, which is the three tables. And Ooh. so I kind of did a little bit of creative spacing so that they can have literally a double size leader booth. So they've got, they were going to work in like six tables. So um, that's going to be a really big vendor. And, uh, and I, I liked the idea of how we had the aisles last year as far, instead of people just making one big circle around the gym and stuff like that, I like the idea of having some of those middle aisles so that people can not only walk around, but they can kind of cross. And and I just kind of felt like that spread out the traffic a little bit better. So that was something I retained from last year. Mm -hmm. But uh, this year I tried to kind of squeeze a little bit more. And that's something like, that's something I'm going to be paying attention to for next year. Because if, if the way that I'm having kind of the foot traffic go, works out really well as far as people feeling like they feeling like they can get around the dealer room pretty easily. But if I, if after this year, it looks like, Oh, I could have put another Voyager table on this side, or we could have yeah. put some more deluxes here. I'm going to be kind of paying attention to that so that we can have that room to grow the show a little bit more uh, and have a few more vendors than maybe we're having this year. So gotcha. I, I'm hoping everybody will like it. I'm hoping they'll feel like they can still <laughs> move around, but they, I'm hoping they also feel like, Wow, there's a lot of stuff here. A lot of vendors to be able to check out and see. So, very cool, v- very exciting. And and and, and the reason why I want to wanted to go so deep into this is just to kind of show the the care and consideration that the Cybefest Northwest staff goes into planning this stuff. It's not like just, oh, okay, well, we're back in the gym and we're just going to throw up a bunch of tables and, you know, and just whatever, you know, hope for the best. It's like, no, there, there's there's always been a conscientious effort towards uh, care and concern. So I just, I just kind of wanted to um, spotlight that. Um uh, ben, I'd like to pop to you for a second, and then uh, and then uh, um, Liz, I'll ask you the same question. I guess uh, I, I I liked the answer that, uh, that that Jamal gave when when we were talking about you know how you would describe Sidefest uh, because I would imagine that we all have different answers. So so Ben, what uh, could you describe uh, for somebody who has never been to Sidefest before? Uh, what 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 it looks like once you once you enter the uh, the depths of the Kent Commons uh, Community Center, conveniently located right across from the uh, Showware Center there in uh, downtown Kent, and right around the corner right. from the, uh, the the Kent Center too. Kent Station, um, I'm at. 
it's a transformer wonderland really and you enter there and it's uh, hopefully you you have a, a good stamina to 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 take in all the robot goodness that that surrounds you when you enter those hollow doors and uh, <laughs> and it's um I, I I want there to be something for everybody, you know, from from the people that are you know, old school G one to the kids that are just discovering it with Cyberverse. Um, we want it to be inclusive. We want it to be fun, and we want it to not just be another toy show, but be um, entertainment. You know, we have we have lots of activities um and like jamal said we we usually have a, a kids play area um we talked about it we decided that it probably was the best idea with covid still being an issue um the play area was 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 my my baby i really wanted that to be there um i i had a young son when we started SideFest, so i and i remember going to a botcon that had uh, Hasbro had set up a play area for um, kids, and I mean it was all their brand new toys that were coming out or have just come out, and it had like cool dioramas to play on and stuff like that. And I was just like, this was so much fun, and my son just got lost in that that world of of being able to play with this stuff. And you know, usually if a parent's taking a kid to a toy convention, and I'm they're probably going to walk out with a toy or two, but this gives them an opportunity to play um, a bit. Uh, we still expect the expected the parents to watch the kids, um, but it also gives the parents a chance to look around and see what uh, there is to see. But um, yeah, entertainment, toys, community—these are the the yeah. foundations for for Sidefest. Absolutely, I. I love that. So, how about you, Liz? Uh, what? Uh, uh, so, again, for for the for the Sidefest newbie, like let, let's say you're talking to me here on the live stream, and we're traveling back to 2018, and I've never been to a a, a Sidefest before. Uh, what what am I in store for? So, Sidefest Northwest is the ultimate treasure hunt. Uh, whether your treasure is toys or art or uh, Lego Transformers that transform, um, or maybe the real treasure is the friends we made along the way. Aww. <laughs> um, but we accomplished is, something. Yay! <laughs> um, but it's you're definitely going to find at least one of those things and probably all four. Um, so, you know, you go into Cyberfest, you're going to find, you know, obviously a plethora of toys. You're going to find every, every generation, every iteration. There's a character you want, you're going to find them there. Um, you're going to find plenty of art. You're going to find other cool things that you were not expecting to find. And then you go, oh, man, I didn't know I need that. Now my wall is empty. Uh, and then you are going to find new friends as well. Yes. And, and the and the ATM is sometimes too far away. There, There's there's a I'm like, you know, if I go, 
I'm running the risk. And and there there was there was one time where I for, I forget what it was, but it was like I I went to the ATM and I went back and whatever I, whatever I was getting was uh was already gone. So my yeah. first side fest that that almost happened to me, but people are so nice, um, especially when you are like a teenager and you're like you've got big wide eyes and you're like whoa, there's a Transformers Prime set that I didn't know existed. It's forty dollars. I don't have forty dollars. Can I? Will you hold it for me while I go to the ATM? and get $40 and they're like okay <laughs> and then you run and you come back with $40 and that's how you make new friends <laughs> absolutely well I hear friendship is magic and that's uh you know, I mean that's on brand it's it's all Hasbro it's all uh, yeah. I, I think I I think I've used that joke a lot but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh um but so I, I King, one of the dealers uh his challenge is always to find some bumblebee thing that I don't have already so that's his Really, I think that's the only reason why Sidefest is existence. It's just for Ryan King <laughs> to find a Bumblebee for me that I don't have, which is getting very, very difficult. <laughs> I, I would imagine. Well, and and our good buddy Ryan does have uh, some he, – he seems to be able to find these very – obscure hard to find artifacts it's like it's like his collection has like transcended just like regular degular toys he's like yeah 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 eh, toys whatever yeah give me like the toothbrushes and and the uh and the two-way walkie-talkies and like all of the uh, uh party plates and and like um I, I went to his table i think it was last year he's like here have some here, have some napkins have some party <laughs> plates i still have them and they're 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 very very cool the uh the the plastic uh, rap has gotten a little sticky and a little supple, but, uh, but, but you would imagine that after 30 plus years. He's like a uh, historian, you know, with with this stuff. And he, he's been buying up a lot of like, I think, scripts and storyboards and stuff like that whenever he can. But yeah, yeah he, he's like an archivist for, uh, for Transformers. Huh? What's that? I said, was that an intentional segue? Absolutely no. not. I don't no. do anything intentionally. <laughs> Suspicious. Yeah, no, I really don't. I, you give me far too much credit. Yeah. Well, and Ryan's actually a really good example of one of our vendors that's able to, that has always brought some really unique toys, uh, Transformer toys to sell. I mean, I think last year he had like figures from uh, Beast Wars the Second and Beast Wars Neo. I mean, all Japanese exclusive stuff. You know, that's that's not something that you can see a whole bunch of different figures from that series on a table in one shot. So or like yeah, setting. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. The, the sheets and stuff. Yeah. No. Uh, plates. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan's awesome. He he is a, a a member of the Nike Air Monarch Mafia along with uh with, with me and Nathan. We uh we we rock the narcs. Narc life. <laughs> but I think um, I know what Liz was getting at, which is Ryan is going to be on a panel with me and um Liz help me with with her name. Monica. Monica, thank you. Yeah. Um and we're talking about like kind of weird, obscure uh transformer things so so yeah i'm gonna be bringing mostly bumblebee weird bumblebee things but uh i looped monica in um monica collects a bunch of knockoff transformers she finds like the absolute worst knockoff she can and they're hilarious um we were talking we were joking about doing dramatic readings of the backs of the uh, knockoffs because they you know they say things like oh you know like deform transmorphal and you're like oh yeah 
I want a deformed transmorphable. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not exciting. That's that's awesome. Monica always has has cool stuff on her table, and it's like there's some things I I I haven't I haven't had the courage to buy any of it because I almost just want to look at it because like I forget what she had. She had some weird like mutant unicorn thing that was it was very bizarre. Oh, I, I, love I don't the unicorn. There's yeah, two I don't... transformers. You smash them together and they pop up into a unicorn. It's fantastic. Oh, that thing is awesome. That's yeah. what I've seen that that's like on videos and stuff. Yeah, that's my favorite. I think we should run a, a, a knockoff side fest called Tra- Transmorphable Con. Yeah, and- Transmorphable Con. <laughs> and, we sell, and, and there's nothing but, but knockoff stuff and things that aren't Transformers. <laughs> Have it be the after show for side fest. Yeah, that's what yeah. Hasbro's going to actually start The side of the Transformer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scientists after oh, no. dark. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> that's awesome. Well, um, so uh, so before we kind of, uh, you know, kind of go through, like, some of the panels and some of the attractions and then certainly the vendors and artists, there's there's a handful of folks I want to give shout-outs to, and then there'll be uh, time for me to, you know, ask you, it's like, hey, did I miss anybody? Because I, I know there's uh, um, a lot of cool vendors and artists that I'm not acquainted with and I just want to make sure that you know we shout out as uh, as many of our friends as possible and kind of really you know illustrate the the awesome diversity that uh, that comes uh, with sidefest because again it's not just a toy show you know it's it, it's art it's collectibles it's you know it's 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 community it's fun uh, but before we uh, uh, do uh, too much more of that um, I, I saw my buddy uh, George Soroy is hanging out in uh, the the chat he says hello everybody so we'll give george a wave and i'll remind folks that uh that we are here live it's a it's a live stream and we're on like pretty much every uh panel i saw that uh that the Cybefest accounts uh, uh tossed me some uh, retweets and some shares thumbs up uh thank you much and um and so it's it's you know if you have a uh question or something you would uh like us to address while we're here about you know about Cybefest fest or about transformers topics in general um you know that that'll that'll give us something to dip in and out of um that, that way it's less of a advertisement but it's totally an advertisement because please come to Sidefest because it's it's fun and it rules and and anyway so yeah so yeah feel, don't be shy like of what whatever platform uh, you're you're watching on uh, feel free and jump into those uh, uh, comments and interact with us and again I um you know, I uh, it's uh, it's it's Sidefest Northwest. It's a celebration for Transformers fans, young and old, new and long time. Uh, come out and celebrate uh, Transformers at Sidefest Northwest. That again, that's going to be happening July twenty third at the Kent Commons Community Center in Kent, Washington, right across from the Showware Center and right near uh, the Kent Station Shopping Center. Uh, the show hours are going to be from um, eleven a.m. to five p.m. Um, um, registration has been extended to July 16th, so there's still time to uh, pre-register so you can get in at 10 o'clock instead of 11 o'clock and uh, get in on some of those uh, 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 sweet, sweet deals. Um, I also want to let folks know um, admission to Sidefest Northwest is 10 bucks for adults. Uh, that includes uh, children ages 13 and up, uh, $5 for the kiddos 5 to 12, and kids. Uh, 
kids zero to four uh, get in free. And then there's a uh, special family rate, uh, $25 for two adults and two to five children. And actually, since I had the the organization team uh, here, I, I read that straight uh, from the website. So $25 for, for two adults and two to five children. So I can bring five children and and two adults and and get in for for 25 is that how that works it, yeah it was a, Hopefully it was a very kid. very long that's that's, <laughs> that's insane that's we, that's just there was a lot of discussion that went into that specific package as to like what the limit should be and what the like how far could we like bend this and you know how could people you know potentially you know push this and there were, it was a very, very long, drawn-out discussion to make a family package happen. Gotcha. Well, it's yeah. it's much appreciated. It's very awesome, and and again, it's it it's a good reminder that uh, uh, Simefest is is a family-friendly show, and and is about you know making uh, um, uh, cool, safe spots for uh, for the kiddos as well. Um, so I guess I guess from there, so so we talked um, kind of about what the show kind of is uh, from from like a top down thing so yeah i guess now let's uh let's get a little more uh granular and we'll we'll talk about um you know panels and contests and all this other um uh cool stuff but i think since we we were talking to um uh, dealers for a few i'd like to shift the focus to um uh, um some of the artists uh they're going to be attending so um liz could you kind of uh, help us out with your you're kind of like the the artist coordinator uh, type of person. And I was wondering if we could uh, chat about kind of like that that side of uh, uh, what what folks can expect when they when they roll into the dealer room, because yeah. we, we, we got some really cool folks and some folks that I haven't met yet. So I'm I'm excited for for new friendships as well. I am very, very excited about the artists we have this year with the dealer layout. We do have it set up so the artists are one of the first things you see when you walk in. Um, we've got Ben Hansen back again. Uh, he's kind of a staple now. He's got he's got a big booth. He's going to be right up front when you walk in the doors. He's going to be one of the first people you see. Um, we've got um, Billy Montfort, who is now an IDW artist, is going to be coming back, uh, going to be selling some prints and doing signings and things like that. Um, Ashley Artley is going to be there. I love her stuff. We only we only uh, she started vending last year. Um, I've been talking to her a little bit longer than that, and I'm super excited about all these prints that she's been churning out and getting ready for Cyberfest. Um, I am a, a sticker person. You guys can't see it, but my whole desk is, is sticker bombed. You can kind of see it a little bit. Um, so I oh, yeah. I am very pumped about many, many stickers from Ashley. Um, and then we've also got uh, Yumi's coming back. Yumi's been at Cybefest, I think, pretty much every year. Um, she was one of the people who got me a little bit more excited when I came into Cybefest because when I when I first walked into Cybefest I was uh, I was really into Transformers but I wasn't really into the toy side of things. Um, I was more into like you know the the fandom side of like you know stories and, and art and things like that. Um, and I walked in and I saw Yumi's booth and I was like, oh, it's not just toys. There's art too. And I got super excited. And that was one of the things that made me think, okay, we need more. We need more art at Cybefest. Um, so I'm super excited that Yumi's coming back. I know she's got a whole bunch of uh, IDW one, like more than meets the eye type things there. Um, she's got great art. Uh, Eric is going to be there. Our, Eric's art style is amazing. Um, Eric has, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. They're very like chunky uh, kind of posters. They look sort of. Um, 
Well, actually, if it, word, if yeah. you don't mind, I think yeah. I can actually share my screen here because I, I I have uh, I have their um, I have their Twitter up. Fantastic. Because um, yes. yeah, you're right. It, it's uh, it, it's it, it is difficult to describe. So it is so cool. I need, let me see I if need, I can I need that see that wall. at the same time. Can I scroll that? There you go. So yeah, yeah I like that. It's so cool. I love that Rodimus print. That is beautiful. Oh, that's just that's just a bunch of her retweets. So yeah, we'll go, we'll just go we'll, to the media tab. Oh yeah. Yeah. There oh, we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. So cute. I uh, I, 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 I probably need that in my life. <laughs> I need that in my life. Oh, the side oh, tailgate print. It's I so love cute. It. I love it. I love I, it. It's beautiful. I I have a a uh silly funny um Eric story. I yeah. uh so uh they were at TFCon, uh TFCon LA. And I was at TFCon LA and I I walked by their table at uh one point, you know, kind of like when you do like that first uh lap around and I was like, "Oh, hey Eric, I I need to go back." And I never made it back. So, um <laughs> Yeah, so so I I I ended up uh uh messaging them on Twitter. I was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, I I meant to I meant to buy uh those uh those soft sound waves from you and ended up sending it to me." And it it's Aww. like it's like, "Bro, I I I live in Renton." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just kind of funny the you know how you connect with folks. Oh, you got yourself some elite trine there. So good. So so good. I think so I did that good. to you at TFCon once. It was when Ben yes. and Jason and I were like skittering around the dealer room, and I saw you in passing, and you were like, "Hey!" And I was like, "Hi, Mike!" And then I like left. <laughs> I did not see you for the rest of the weekend. No, no, you you didn't see me at all for the whole uh, rest of the weekend. But you did give me a button. You gave me a record button. Yeah, I had. We were so busy that weekend. There was so much to do. But I I've got to make it to another TFCon sometime, and then I can actually hang out with people. <laughs> That print yes. is, is perfect for you, Mike. Yes. So, Ashley's yeah. I mean... in the chat. Hi, Ashley. We were just talking about you. All good things, I promise. Yes, all that's, good that's things. That's why she joined in. She's like, I I, I heard something. I just threw it, it's like, cool, if you will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like what, what are these people saying about me? Um, but, yeah, so let me see. Um, oh, Oh, where am where am I at? Let me uh, let me unshare yeah, my I'm screen. I'm personally there. looking forward to more of Ashley's stickers because I've got another hydro flask ready to stick her up. <laughs> nice. I'm um, so excited. Yeah. So let's uh, let's see. Uh, well, since Ashley's in the in the chat, should I bring up your Twitter or your Facebook? Where's where's more uh, where's more of the where where's more of the stuff? Let me see. I think uh, Ashley's pretty good about sharing to both. That is true. All right, so. Let's uh, so let's uh, let's bring up um, Ashley's stuff here. Go to, boop. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's up. So yeah, buying all those. Buying I all love, those. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Donut character from Bot Bots. I love it. I love that. Um, but yeah, I mean. Yay. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Actually, but I, I love the the AI generated devastator for the pose. That is such a cool like like that's such a cool background thing to see. What a great idea! Mm -hmm. That's awesome. 
Scroll down a little bit further for that for the Devastator. I saw that, yeah. and I thought, why the hell is she not working for IDW? Right? I mean, she, this is it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, all her all of her artwork is amazing. It's got a lot of personality. It's just just great. But I mean, that's I just sat there and went, this is pro level. This is. It really is. Well, and, and in a, in a lot of ways, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, uh, it's not, it's not always great to, to make comparisons, but it, it, uh, it reminds me of, uh, um, Billy's artwork a, a lot too. Like, you know, like in the v use of vibrant colors and mm -hmm. that, that, that's one of the things that really struck me about, um, Ashley's art right away. I mean, I mean, especially like the, the attention to detail and, uh, you know, just, just the great composition and just, uh, just, just incredible incredible stuff um well the yeah, thing that it, strikes me about her devastator print is that it kind of reminds me of some it reminds me of a bit of the Dreamwave art yes like it's not yeah. exact but it kind of reminds me of it so it's like if you're somebody who loved the Dreamwave stuff then i just feel like you're going to really love ashley's work yeah, it has it has kind of that that throwbacky texture to it almost like a like a don figueroa vibe to it for sure yeah I just I look at it and I go because uh, uh, there's some from artists that that throw in a lot of just really minute details and it almost becomes too much kind of like overwhelming to look at and this mm -hmm. is like that perfect blend of just just enough uh, detail and stuff to just really brings it all together without being just overbearing with uh, with little minute details just giving yeah. getting all those right right details yeah yeah it's just great uh, absolutely well and and apropos of nothing this has nothing to do with art and i i i know since uh ashley is in the in the in the chat also um <laughs> she's uh she's been giving me some uh hair care tips as well i've been i've been working on oh. get, getting those big gains i i i'm obsessed with uh with captain pike's aesthetic in strange new worlds and so like i i, I put this out i'm like i'm like how can i do this and uh um <laughs> Um, Ashley immediately uh, gave me like like uh, a couple different uh, product tips and some other stuff as well, and I, I'm working on it. Still kind of growing it out some, but 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 uh, Pike's Peak is going to be a thing. That's gonna that's gonna be a thing. Uh, I think I saw that exchange on Twitter. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's awesome. Uh, so let's see. Now, so I just saw Ashley's comments. So I so it seems like we were kind of right on the nose about uh, Dreamwave being a bit of an influence. Well, yeah, and especially the the Unicron trilogy uh, box art, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, Guido, uh, Don, uh, James Reyes, uh, Marcelo, you know, all of them. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely right. I mean, and it and it captures that aesthetic, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, the colors are just just so vibrant. I um, I love it. I love it. Um, so let's see. Uh, let me uh, unshare that. Other otherwise, we're we're it, we're we're just gonna we're just gonna look at Ashley's art all night, which actually is just I fine because that, yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna say it's like I I, I will certainly be buying enough of it. Oh, yeah. um, Welcome to the Ashley podcast. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, and and it's and it's kind of funny too because like I you know so my my work schedule has been uh, I haven't been as available to do as many. Uh, 
interviews as um, as I as I would like. Um, I'd really like to spend some time with Ashley and just kind of you know talk about uh, talk about these influences and um, um, uh, re- really get to know her and her uh, uh, art uh, quite a bit uh, better. Um, um, so yeah, so uh, so Liz, you had. Um, who did you mention also? Because like I, I wanna I wanna give equal time if uh if I can, yeah. Um, because I mean it's art, it's visual, and we're here on a video. Let me, let me see if I can. Um, let me see if you know Billy doesn't Yumi post was the as much. Other one. Yeah, Billy, Yumi, uh, Ben, Ben Han. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, yeah, Billy doesn't post all that all that much <laughs> stuff. Um, Billy's but, big leaks now. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, Yumi is Piromaru, uh, but I'm not sure. They, they draw a lot of stuff that's not Transformers, too, so that might be a little bit harder to pull up. Uh, right. But let me just bring up that uh, that the Chuckwave. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that, so That's pretty. one of my favorite uh, Shockwaves, and if I can find it, um, her uh, uh, their uh, their RC is one of my my favorite renditions of that of the character. Hold and on, pulling uh, out my uh, portfolio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I've got uh, here we go. Ugh. Yeah, let's go. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> it, it's it's double worlds. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I've got their pharma. Actually, I'm not that one's theirs, I think. <sighs> yes. Yeah. I think I think that's right. I'm... I also got an uh, a journal of their RC print uh, yep. that I, I ended up beating to death because it went up that backpack bouncing around for so long. So I gotta get another one. Oh, here we go. All right, I got. It. I, I, I went. I went to the Redbubble page. I figured it out. I figured it out. Here we go. Here we go. So I, I remember the first first time I, um, I, I, I saw this piece was at uh, TFCon Toronto. And you know, I, I have, I have a weird habit of meeting artists from the Pacific Northwest at completely other 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 places and um so so the um the rc uh definitely caught my eye the world uh caught my eye and um what i was doing for that convention is i had my little portable recorder and i was uh looking to do uh interviews with the fan artists to get to know them and say like well hey man you know tell me tell me about you know your art and what brings you up here to uh tfcon in toronto and one of the questions i asked folks was uh where they're from and uh and then billy was like yeah i'm i'm from like the bremerton area and i'm like i'm like wait a second Full stop, and and this this was like I think like a month before that year's Sidefest. I was like, "You gonna be at Sidefest, by the way?" And and they're like, uh, "Yeah, bro." <laughs> I'll be, but like I, I've always um, uh, loved this rendition of RC. It's just a uh, um, uh, very fierce, and and it kind of it, it blends a little bit for. For my taste, you know the the best of um, IDW one, but also still retaining some of that 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 G one DNA that that um, um, uh, kind of gets lost in translation sometimes with uh, with uh, with certain other artists' uh, rendition of the characters. But anyway, I, I always thought this was um, um, super rad. Yeah, Billy's colors are gorgeous. Yes, and and that's the thing, just 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 striking gorgeous colors. 
Um, let me see. Now, I think, let me see if I can uh, find this here. No, go ahead. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Are you in the studio? I, I am in the studio, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah, it's totally fine. And I always forget to, um, you know, uh, uh, turn the light on and, and, uh, and I feel bad because like the, the nice lady that comes in and collects the, uh, uh, the, the recycle bins, um, is always like, oh snap, I didn't see you there. Like, like she almost has, she always has this look like, like she like, you know, caught me just coming out of the shower or something. <laughs> it's like, no, no, it's fine. You do your job. I'm, I'm just doing silly stuff here. Yeah. You gotta uh, have her on, you know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so what, what was I looking for? Uh, give me just a, just a brief moment here. I was looking to see if I could find, oh, that's Ryan's stuff. Now I'm just, now I'm just scrolling through the, uh, through the group. Okay. There's Greg's stuff. I want to talk about that. Uh, boop, 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 we gotta, boop. we gotta stall for time. Someone do a dance. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, there we go. This is what I was looking for. I was looking for um, uh, Yumi's page on, or um, not a, not the page, but the the um, post from the Facebook yeah, group. Yeah, there it is. I, I knew if I looked hard enough, I, I'd be able to find their stuff, but like... Um, you know, Yumi stuff is very striking. First of all, tons of stickers, tons of buttons. Um, I I love that, but like I I like it's it's both uh, you know very bright and vibrant, but also like like um, um, I, I I'm trying to find a a word other than just dark, but it's but it's very evocative. Mm -hmm. Like you know, just a, a moody. I think would would be a better uh, mood uh, uh, quite. Uh, a way to describe that you know, atmospheric. atmospheric yeah it's got an atmospheric moodiness to it that that i i think is is very expressive in their art um, um very very cool stuff i've collected quite a few subfest lanyards now um because I, I usually i'll forget mine and then i'll get another one uh, yeah. but i've got one of my subfest lanyards is just covered end to end in yumi's buttons because uh, oh, there's nice. so many <laughs> i gotta i gotta start clearing it up and moving it to be a little bit more aesthetic, but I think it is, it's appropriate. I love it. Very nice. Well, you know what? I, I'm just, uh, am I, am I just going to go through the group here and just, uh, just screen share these, uh, um, some of these posts? I, I might, I might. There you go. Yeah. I need, uh, I need more of our dealers to fill out forms when I send them to them so that I can post more people's pictures on social media. Um, but the people that posted, uh, that sent in their forms got posted on social media. So yeah. that means, uh, they get more exposure. Yes. The moral and of the story is, uh, when I send you things respond and not yeah, exposure bucks, exposure yeah. bucks. Do you need anything from me by the way? Cause I, I don't know if I've, I, can, if I, if I, I have an unanswered call somewhere. <laughs> yeah, if you if you send me send me pictures to post, I will post a big thing of come find Mike in the corner over here. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't sound weird at all. Come find no, Mike that in doesn't the corner. Sound weird at all. We didn't give him a table. He's just curled up like a goblin. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so on on the screen, I got uh, I got my dude Renee and and uh, um, uh, Atomic Mariachi Robot, one of the what one of the one of the 
the highlights of uh, of Cybefest, I think. Uh, first of all, just um, is, is there a more positive dude walking this earth? I don't think so. I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll fight you on that. But yeah, no, I just uh, I just so 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 much cool stuff all the time. Um, Let's see where uh, where do we want to go from there? I'm I'm just you like like I said I think since I'm since I'm thinking about it let me just scroll through these posts and uh, um, uh, burn through those real quick and then yeah. we'll because um, yeah I want I want to show off um, oh that that's what it is um, if you're listening to this on a podcast you're you're tearing your hair out being like you're, you're describing <laughs> stuff that I can't see but that's all right oh, but yes. I, I I I had I. I knew this was here in the group, uh, Greg and his uh, 3D printed stuff, uh, which has always been a highlight. Um, so, so he's uh, um, Greg has a variety of things. It looks like he's got a, a bunch of 3D printed uh, matrices, uh, the Matrix of Leadership. They're he's fidget got... spinners. Are they? Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, I see it now. I, I I see the I see the mechanism. So so they're 3D printed Autobot Matrix of Leadership fidget spinners. That's that's super cool. That's gonna be my new desk toy. <laughs> you got yourself. I absolutely did great work with this 3D printing because oh, uh, yeah. I actually got a Decepticon thrown from him for my Siege Megatron. And we're talking years before we ever got the Studio Series uh, Coronation Starscream. Yeah. Before that throw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't and know I if I've... It. It's, it's, I was uh, going to say, have, have you posted pictures of that? I don't know if I've seen that. I've never posted pictures of that. I probably should. Ah, very cool. <laughs> very nice. Because, yeah, it's like, you know, a uh, um, uh, brief tangent. You know, I, w- I was really surly about them throwing in the throne with uh with coronation starscream i was like that that that's the nemesis throne that has nothing to do with the movie get this out of get get this cash grab out of my 86 movie line (laughs) (laughs) but you know what as soon as i got it i cannot stop playing with it it's like every figure i have i i i see if they fit in the throne i've gotten so much play value out of that stupid chair i play with the throne more than i play with starscream it's like i've I, i've i think i've transformed him back and forth once um i've taken some pictures with him with you know all of all of the uh, accoutrements and regalia but it, it's it's the damn throne i go back to it's it, it's just too much fun i'm gonna start buying y'all barbie yeah. furniture yes <laughs> yes <laughs> so that's what it is so so hasbro tricked us into into oh look at that look at that let me uh let me switch the screens oh that's the throne that that greg did that is so cool really nice deep purple i love deep purple (laughs) but but no it's it was pretty cool because you know we i had to measure my megatron to for him to be able to kind of customize it and i hadn't quite got the measurements right the first time and it was a little bit lighter shade of a purple so when he redid it for me, he made it darker. Nice. And uh, yeah, but yeah, no, it's 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 a really nice piece. Well, and it's got a nice heft to it too. That's yeah, that, yeah, completely, I, completely solid. You know, wow. It's not like it's hollow on the inside. I think it's. I mean, and it might be hollow, and it just might be some additional printing for the underside. But I mean, it doesn't feel hollow. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel hollow. So whether it's it is sturdy. or not, still, it's, it's sturdy. A piece. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a fantastic piece. I, I love uh, the fact that Greg is a part of Sidefest mm -hmm. because I yes. mean, he, he started SideCon I think two thousand. I maybe nineteen ninety nine. I think was it 2003? Okay, okay. I thought it was a little earlier than that. Um, he was saying that it just started off as a gathering at his place, and then it kind of eventually got big enough to where he had to go like rent a room. And I remember the first sidecar I went to, he was doing it at a meeting room down in Auburn, like in one of the parks yeah. down there. So I think 2003 might have been his first like at a at a place that was outside of his house. Yeah. Um, because I think my first uh, sidecon was 2004. Gotcha. And 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 incidentally, uh, if you uh, go back and check out the Sidefest Northwest uh, YouTube channel from the uh, 2020 virtual uh, Sidefest, there, there was a panel talking about all of the history of uh, uh, Sibcon and Sibfest and and I, I don't remember who all was on that panel, but but Greg was there as well, and you guys just kind of it was, it was down. Greg. Yeah, that's right, that's right, and that was that was incredibly informative talking about like you know the history of uh, you know how uh, how Transformers conventions kind of came to be here uh, in the in the Pacific Northwest. Um, he deserves uh, all I the credit. Really, I mean, if 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 it wasn't for Greg, there would be no Sidefest. I don't yeah. know if me and Jason and Jamal. I don't know if we would have. I mean, first of all, I don't know if I would have ever met Jamal in person. You know, yeah. we would talk online or whatever. But um, and I certainly don't know if I would have met Liz. I mean, so it's if if Sidecon didn't exist, then I wouldn't have met half the people that I know through the fandom mm -hmm. and. I wouldn't have probably started a transformer convention on my own without yeah. that kind of guidance to kind of help through those kind of first couple years and stuff. So he deserves, like I said, all the credit for it. I want to pop in real quick and inter and interrupt a little bit, please. I, there is absolutely no way I would have ever met any of you people without Cybefest. Um, in 2003, I was six. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I moved to Washington. Good thing that great hair is not showing too badly here. <laughs> um, I can't no, I hide mine. Like, I was 16 uh, when I went, came to my first Subfest, uh, and I, I walked in and I was like, wow, this is, this is Transformers, and there's other people that like Transformers. That's wild. Um, and then I joined a bunch of Facebook groups, and I... I I realized that a bunch of you guys met online, um, and, and I, I've never been in those spaces. Um, so there, there's absolutely no way I would have ever met any of these, any of you guys, any of the people that I'm, you know, friends with in the Transformers community here and locally now. Um, it's, it, it just wouldn't have happened. So Sidefest yeah. is just so big. We, and we so made you the deciding section on TFW infamous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Liz at an at just a couple maybe it was only that year or a couple years after she started coming started helping out like cleaning up and stuff like that. <laughs> I butted my head in and I just started doing stuff without asking. Jumped in. That's right. It was just yeah. it was amazing, and so she 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 got put on on the radar really quick by just <laughs> being willing to do just like anything to help out, and that was it was awesome. <laughs> so she was like my phone in hand and my Starbucks in my other and I said have you guys ever used Twitter and they said no 
<laughs> well, and it's funny because I, I, I remember that because like when I met Ben uh, prior to 2018, maybe it was late 17, I, I, I don't remember anymore. But like, yeah, it was one of those things like where I um, – I had heard about Cybefest from my buddy Nick, who who's you know um, he's he uh, he he doesn't pop up his face too terribly much, but he's always like you know, hey Mike, you should go chat with this person. Hey, did you know that there's a Transformers convention? You should go chat with them, uh, uh, while not necessarily participating in the in the uh, community himself. But yeah, so I. Um, yeah, I, I I was like, well, the the show is really cool, but I'd like to you know share some tweets or whatever. Oh, there there's no tweets to share. Okay, <laughs> all right, I see what we're dealing with here. It's fine. I'm, it's fine. I'm terrible with social media stuff. <laughs> yeah. I I don't post them on my Facebook thing. I just I yeah. I don't know. I'm very shy in that. I mean, I'm I'm out here <laughs> talking about slide fest and stuff like that but in general i'm just like i don't i it's just i have a hard time promoting myself and promoting the things that i do except well, for I like understand kind of what really helps make side fest successful too is just the mix of us that are on the organizers team because like ben and jason have been doing it for a while so they have that history of knowing what works and what doesn't work and whatnot and then you know with liz's skills social media and stuff like that there's a lot of things she brought to the table that we probably weren't doing and you know with all the years volunteering that i did it really kind of fits in my wheelhouse of being a dealer coordinator because then i'm i'm talking to the same people that i was volunteering and helping out with to be in the first place and so it kind of gives that connection or that bridge between attendees and dealers and the organizers for the role that i do so uh, i think if it wasn't if it wasn't for Liz, I'd still be on MySpace. I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I She's love truly it. brought a lot of influence to my life. <laughs> well, and you know, and there's one other positive about SideFest, too, that I don't think was mentioned. I mean, think about all the people that have a chance to go to a Transformers convention and a Transformers show that have never been because they can't afford to go to BotCon. Yeah. Or like, TFCon. They can't afford to go to TFCon. Because yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for SideCon and SideFest, I wouldn't have been able to go to a Transformer show. I, I, <laughs> I've never been yeah. able to go to BotCon. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the other thing that's really great about the show, aside from just the, the family friendliness and, and everything that we do, it's the fact that you have something local you can go to that you don't have to buy a $700 plane ticket and hotel accommodations and this and that. You know, you can go for a day and have fun and still be able to go back home. Well, and and focus all of your financial resources on buying stuff from folks. You know, yeah, I mean, all the stuff. You know, all the dealers, all the vendors, all the um, all the artists, and Mm -hmm. and so I I know uh, I I, we kind of tangented all over the place, and I took us all all over the road. Are there any uh, uh, particular uh, uh, vendors, artists? Uh, dealers that that we want to shout out that um, that uh, that we haven't yet. I have a list, so I'll let y'all go first. <laughs> oh, cool, good. Lists are good. <laughs> I, I've I've kind of shouted out the, the ones that that really yeah. stand out to me. I mean, they're all great. I oh yeah, they all have so many <laughs> great things to buy, and so many of the dealers have been really great with my son coming in. You know, it at you know eight years old, nine years old, like handing them two dollars and I'm like oh yeah that we'll we'll sell you that for two dollars or whatever you know just 
you know, so I mean, I Jamal has more known on like all the different dealers that are around and that that we have this year. Oh, and we got a, we got a lot of good variety too. Because uh, I mean, for example, uh, CY is going to be having a table set this year, and anybody who knows CY, he used to run kicks uh, up in Northgate, so he'll be having a table again. We got Amazing Heroes that's going to be there. Um, and then we have some uh, repeat vendors that'll be coming mm-hmm. back. You know, we got Ryan King will be coming back. And uh, we also got uh, Jay, who's going to be coming back. And um, Jay, has a, he always had a lot of Beast Wars and Machine Wars stuff and whatnot. So um, he brought some really good variety. Um, and then also uh, one of the people that uh, did a lot of volunteering for us for Cyberfest for years, along with me, uh, Ryan Neverell, he's going to be having a booth as well. Um, and then... Nice. Uh, Gosh, who else? I'm trying to think of the layout in my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Peggy and Lee McCracken. Yeah, Peggy and Lee McCracken, they're going to be having a booth. Um, That's uh, special because they don't be do that anymore. Um, and and then there's even actually some vendors who are having booths because they know other people who have come to Sidefest for many years. I um, We have some vendors that are having booths because they know Peggy and Lee. So uh, Dustin, uh, Dustin has a booth this year, right? Yes, and uh, yeah, Dustin uh, does have a booth this year as well. So, yeah, a lot of and you know these are all people who have been in the community a long time too. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot, a lot of variety of stuff, which will be nice. Yeah, I mean you got uh, infinite iterations and a uh, records uh, junk emporium uh, collaborations. There uh, they uh, they hit me up on Facebook. Apparently they're selling some uh, uh, transformers, but they also have a large range of 3D printed transformers, accessories, and thrones like Teletran One, the Optimus Prime Deathbed, and licensed transformers <laughs> conversion upgrades uh, from uh, Lazy Optimus uh, Prime Lazy. Deathbed. I still need that for my universe. Dead I need Prime. it. I need it for my alternative. <laughs> I mean, like ironically. <laughs> Enough though, the way the trailer is, it kind of it actually kind of works. <laughs> we yeah, complained about how traumatic it was for our childhood, and yet we want to recreate it. Yeah, you got to have the deathbed so you can position perceptor and cup and blur and ultra madness there. Have perceptor in microscope mode. I fear the wound is fatal. Yeah, well, and all of them, all all of the characters in that room have come out in the in the current uh, uh, generations line. So you know, it's like you you got yourself a contemporary Ultra Magnus and a, and a, and a cup and a Perceptor and a Hot Rod and an RC and a and a Springer. So yeah, I I I might have to check that out. Get 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 myself a deathbed so I can uh so I can create that. I add it to my '86 movie shrine. Uh terrific <laughs> well and if you think about it for displays too like the the onset of all the 3d printing that people are doing and creating these different things like the deathbeds and thrones and and all kinds of various stuff i mean teletran one for example yeah like we can do dioramas and scenes in our collections that five ten years ago we couldn't do like we yeah. couldn't figure out how to do that but now we've got people 3D printing all kinds of cool stuff. And so, you know, it's like when you when you see those Hasbro live streams and they're uh, revealing figures and they talk about, can't wait to see what you guys do in your collections and whatnot. Yeah. You know, it's not just what Hasbro's putting out there, but it's what artists and other and fans who are doing the 3D printing and stuff like that are putting out mm-hmm. there. It's a combination of all of that. So, I mean, it's, it's some really cool stuff to be able to get a lot of those 3D printed things and do some 
really truly recreate scenes on your shelf. Absolutely. I think it's a lot of fun. Well, and, and we know that Hasbro's always watching, you know, like in terms of like what fans are doing with their stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, but you know, the, it, it's amazing how like fan feedback ends up feedback looping back into, into what they do. Cause like, you know, they, they don't always listen to us, but occasionally they do, and uh, and pay attention to how we're how we're interacting with a uh, uh, with uh, with the product. Yeah, and um, if you're a longtime collector, you'll notice too that if you look at how Hasbro listens now and how they listened even just 15 years ago in the infancy of the classics line, mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty big difference. Yeah, it's a pretty huge difference. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so Liz, you had mentioned you have a list. Would yeah. would you like would you like to go through your list, or or uh, do we want to move on? Where where are you at? So we've covered most of them. There is specifically there's one left that I do want to shout out because most of mine were artists, honestly. Sure, yeah, of course. <laughs> but um, one of the first things I did when I joined the team uh, when we were planning for the next year, I went to Etsy and I scoured the Transformers tag and I scoured the Near Me tag. And I tried to line those categories up, and I wanted to reach out to people who might be interested in vending. Um, and one person I found who has become who has been at Sidefest a few times now uh, is Jeremy, who does Lego formers. Um, and I've got uh, this little Lego Windblade that I got from him. I've got a Lego RC oh on my, my shelf, gosh. but she's all the way over there. Um, and he he's going to be here again. We put him kind of near the artists, um, but he that these are super cool number one because you know they're Transformers. He was doing it before the Lego Optimus Prime came out, so he's the OG. Right. Um, but the other thing too is, and I'm very, very bad at it, but they all transform. Um, so yeah, I'll let the pictures show because the way I'm going to do it is terrible. Yeah. Um, you don't have to take them apart to transform them either. They all, they've got the hinges built in. They've got, you know, they, you, you don't, you don't have to unsnap things or reassemble things. They just transform like a transformer does. Um, and he's got, uh, the ones I have, I have got Woodblade and RC because those are the two characters I collect. Uh, but he's got, you know, he's got Optimus, he's got Megatron, he's got Grimlock. Uh, I know he's got other ones. I do not know what they are. Um, but his designs are just absolute feats of engineering that I cannot comprehend. So I'm yeah. very excited to see what he's got this year. He's also been to BrickCon, too, displaying yeah. them as Lego. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of cool to interact with him in two different fandoms. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I would imagine there's a lot of design stuff that he's doing, right, Liz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like he's got, coming up with the design. I, I, yeah. I cannot process it. My brain does not work that way. <laughs> but it is if so only cool. when Hasbro was doing Creo, could have found him, and uh, that maybe Creo would have had a different <laughs> fate. But I know some a lot of the parts that he uses for his Lego creations are parts that have come out only in the last few years. So, which uh, a lot of like rounded pieces and small hinges and stuff like that so those are all a lot of those pieces are are fairly new and therefore he's able to do these things now that he probably wouldn't have been able to do with the previous parts that were available it is so cool he is he's such a neat addition to sidefest yeah it's very very cool (laughs) um so so that's uh that's your list liz well, we covered all the artists, and okay. that was oh. most of my lists. Um, well, I'm just making person, sure. <laughs> the other person I had on there was Monica, um, and, and I'm biased because Monica's one of my good friends, but yeah. um, she does have – we were talking earlier. She's got just 
ridiculous stuff that you wouldn't find anywhere else like the yeah. the unicorns there's it's two race cars you smash them together and they pop up and they transform into a unicorn and it's fantastic it. um she she has a lot of what are my favorite transformers knockoff line because it is called hot soldiers um oh it, yes it, yeah. it, it is it the I just love the descriptions on knockoff transformers and she's got mm-hmm. plenty of those if you would like to see them. So <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, 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 somebody I want to shout out is, uh, apparently we're going to have a mysterious return of, uh, Mahalo Mike in some, uh, in some fashion. Uh, <laughs> apparently the blind boxes will not be returning. We've, uh, you know, we've no, exhausted swore off it last year. Sw- well, he swore off it two years ago too, and then we yeah. saw what happened. <laughs> so yeah, so he's he's sworn off it before, but but he keeps threatening in the in the Sidefest Northwest uh, Facebook group. He's like, I've I've got I've got something planned. So uh, Mike is such a cool dude. I um, I, I spent a lot of time with him at a, at TFCon LA. We just uh, spent like an afternoon just hanging around by the pool. It was super super cool. Um, but yeah, just a uh, uh, just really. Super sweet guy and one of one of those uh you know uh, uh collectors that i wish i had met earlier um and it's just uh i it's it's just a testament to the this great community of uh transformers fan collectors here in the pacific northwest um uh, again just just so many great folks um so yeah, so so that's that's kind of like around the horn of like what um uh you know y- you can see and who you can meet and all of that. That was that was a good snap, Liz. I could actually hear that through oh, your microphone. No, by I'm the so way, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was just like that. That's that was a good one. <laughs> either that, either that, or it was just your microphone just turning. I don't know, but it sounded it sounded uh um uh hollow, <laughs> um like 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 celery. Um, um, sorry, I'm off the off the rails here. I'm off the rails in my own show, but but we we so we talked about um a lot of the great people that you're going to meet on the show floor. Oh yeah, and I'm going to be there too. Apparently, I've got a table somewhere, and I'll be doing some stuff in the corner. <laughs> I, I was going to say where whereabouts did you guys put me, or am I just going to find out you're next on to us? Yeah, you're okay, near the there. table. Yeah. Nice, nice. Oh, that's a good place to be. I I uh, I like that. Um, so it, no, you may not say that. For long, you know. I hang out by the, by the organizer table. I, I may just be like peeking my head over the side and annoy you and stuff. Perfect. Well, well, folks can come by and and heckle me. I I'm gonna have my recording equipment, and if uh you the the uh, uh would be Sidefest fan, if you would like to be a part of a upcoming episode of uh Mike Seibert Radio Podcast, stop by. Uh, you know I've uh, I, I've got some softball questions for you, like you know what do you like about Transformers and things like that. I'm looking to see if uh if folks want to uh have their voices heard on a podcast heard by tens and tens of people <laughs> so so no pressure or anything like that but uh that that, that was something that uh, uh my wife suggested uh lucky said well uh why not just bring your recorder and just ask folks if they want to talk about what they like about transformers and i was like you should be doing this instead of me <laughs> but uh, or at least but be no. your pr person exactly yeah <laughs> the pr uh, person for the pr person exactly right. yeah I mean, you gotta go full uh, flavor flavor with the, like the, the the clock and everything, and and I I I, I think that would work. <laughs> Everybody needs a hype person, but um, but yeah, actually, you know what? And uh, since since we're um since we're all here hanging out, I want to sh- uh share a little bit 
of a, a project that I'm working on with uh, with a couple friends of mine. Oh, did uh, you pick a design? Yes, uh, it's not it's not final, but um, I I will have a, a collectible flyer at my table uh, for a Mike Seibert Radio podcast uh, featuring artwork uh, by um, uh, Apollo, aka Robo Apollo. She did a, a Soundwave commission for me a while ago, and yeah. then my uh, my good buddy Andy um, at uh, Go Go Andy Robo uh, designed the uh, latest uh, uh, Mike Seibert Radio podcast. Um, uh, font letterhead design and uh, Andy came up with this uh, uh, quick easy uh, flyer design um, it looks and yeah so, so yeah I mean I mean Andy is a design genius and and uh, and and Apollo's art is just so awesome uh, again you know much much like with uh, um, Ashley and Billy I just like I think the thing that I love the most about fan art is the the vibrant colors and I uh, you know and it's so when I when I commissioned Apollo to do this uh, uh, sound wave uh, a couple years ago I, I was like yeah a podcaster sound wave I <laughs> just for some reason I thought that would be uh, that would be a lot of fun so he's got the you know the microphone and the headphones and why Soundwave needs extra headphones on top of having headphones I I don't know but I I, I, I will uh, I, I will have these uh, uh, to hand out to folks uh, uh, with it with a fan Fancy QR code where you can go listen to my podcast. Uh, so I wanted to show this off exclusively a, a draft of the design that Andy's been working on. But yeah, I'll uh, I will have those at um, at my table as well. So yeah, man, uh, come uh, come uh, come hang out and right. uh, and do all that other fun stuff. Um, okay, so we so we talked about uh, we talked about guests, we talked about dealers, we talked about artists. Um, what's left? Panels. Um, yeah, so so this is the return of uh, panels to Cybefest Northwest. So you know, uh, two years ago uh, during the during the Rona, we did uh, virtual panels where it was like more panels than ever before, which I I thought was really cool, and I think that created a interest in participants like myself, but also you guys, the organization team is like, hey, let's let's put an emphasis on on uh, on panels so um obviously with with the um uh safety regulations and and we're i i guess panels are back but we're not going wall to wall like uh like we would like to yeah we're, we're just kind of casually dipping our toe in uh because really we want to have a a uh, good, safe experience for everybody that's um, that's attending. Um, and in fact, actually, side tangent because, like, I, I um, uh, something I said or we we had talked about discussing before uh, before we went live here was um, the uh, attention to regulations and safety precautions. And I realized that that we've been talking for over an hour, and I don't think we've really touched <laughs> on that as uh, as much as we. Uh, probably should, but let's, um, if we can, before we start talking about, um, uh, panels and, and whatnot, let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, one, I, I guess the, the safety concerns with regards to the ongoing pandemic, but, um, but also kind of how, uh, Cypefest is handling and adapting, you know, uh, rolling with the punches as, uh, as Liz always says. Um, so yeah, let's talk about that for that a few. That is my famous catchphrase. It is. Should yeah. be on a t-shirt. <laughs> So the main the main thing was we're following Washington State 
you know, mandates. I mean, we, we didn't want to change things up too much um, as far as like requiring things that other places weren't requiring. Um, so masks are optional, highly recommended, um, and uh, vaccinations are, uh, are not mandatory. Once again, we recommend it. Uh, it's, it, we, we hope that everyone does what's safe for the community, but uh, we're not going to force things on them if the government's not going to force things on the people. Um, right. uh, my wife, who has been a volunteer for many years, um, may or may not be there. She's had a recent uh, transplant, and so now she's now in the immunocompromised uh, side of things, and so I'm going to be extra careful, and she may or may not be there helping out. She used to help out at the, the kids' play area, and she would, you know, kind of wash the toys and get – she would do face painting and stuff like that, so those kind of fun things, so – um, but unfortunately, because because the manda- the mandates are what they are, um, uh, Blackie Shepherd, who was going to be our one of our special guests, uh, wasn't feeling comfortable enough with the, the state of things to come in person. So we're going to try to make it work um, via some sort of online component to it and uh, uh, bring them in that way. So that's we we respect anybody's decisions on this. I mean, it's, it's best for, for everyone's own comfort and their own family's comfort and stuff. So that's, that's extremely important. Absolutely. And, Oh, sorry, Jamal, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and I can, I can speak to the layout part of it too. Um, so with the layout, I tried to this year, I tried to do uh, a few more dealers than we had last year. So there's still some space so that people can feel comfortable with the just with the space between vendors and the space to walk around but at the same time i still tried to kind of do things in a way that we could uh, increase the vendors and have at least a few more vendors so um, one of the things that i retained from the previous year that i felt really worked well and kind of helped break things up as far as the crowd and where people could walk is um, you know you can still kind of do a circle around side fest but i kept the rows where you could cut across from one side of the gym to the other to give people just a little more room to walk around a little more options on walking around so uh, hopefully that will help people kind of feel comfortable with any social distancing that they might uh, prefer to do uh, mm-hmm. while still being able to see plenty of vendors and still be able to get around side fits pretty easily so um, that's something that will will probably be fine-tuned and adjusted over time as we uh, get further through the pandemic and hopefully someday further away from the pandemic. Certainly. And and what, one of the things that, that struck me and, and impressed me with last year's uh, SideFest being, you know, in, in lower capacity but still in person was that – um, th- there, there was some rumblings about like, uh, oh man, what, what are we going to do if like anti maskers show up or if like, if there's going to be like any hassle or difficulty and everybody was super cool. Everyone um, was, oh God, I was so nervous. Like that was, that was my big anxiety going into in-person side fest was out, outside yeah. of, you know, the standard, like, you know, it's, it's COVID. Um, but there was also like, you know, are we going to have, you know, 
people that are just causing problems to cause problems or but everyone was so respectful everyone was super understanding i mean even people who i who you know i'm friends with on facebook and they're they've been very very vocal about you know their personal opinions regarding this they were super kind they were super respectful they said this is what you guys are requiring this is what i'm gonna do everyone mm-hmm. in this community is just amazing and i love it so yeah yeah and and I would imagine that that would continue. I I I I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see like you know some kind of like ratio split of like some folks wearing masks and other folks not. And I I think not not to drag us into uh, any kind of uh, uh, political discussion that would get any of us in, into trouble. But like I think I think I I think we're we're reaching the phase of this where it's it's very much about your own personal choices and your own personal safety. Like I'm I'm. Immune compromised, so I can't make this choice. Um, or like I, I feel like that this this uh, the strain is too transmissible, and I'm in in a at risk category. You know, I can't go. Or like, um, hey man, I just I just don't want to get it, so I'm gonna do what I can, and I'm go- I'm gonna mask up. I I, th- I think we're I think we're gonna see um, a lot of a lot of that 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 spectrum. And and again, I I, I think we nailed it here. I think. Um, this this community for as much drama and friction as the and and uh and other stuff that there is in the transformers community it seems like this seems to be the one thing that folks have really just kind of like it, it it's it's cliche but it does kind of have that feel of like we're all in this together you know like like we were saying three years ago that that we all got tired of very very quickly but um but yeah it's it it, it feels very um uh uniting in a, in a lot of ways so so I'm excited to um you know kind of kind of see folks and and to visit and for and for folks to um uh feel safe um so that being said like you know and and I I feel bad because like my my buddy uh George uh George Soroy asked like an hour ago in chat <laughs> what kind of panels are at Transformers conventions and in my mind I was like okay cool that 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 would be a good way to kind of loop back around to talk about some of the uh, uh, panels that we're going to be uh, doing at Cybefest, but I mean, is I he guess asking that- in general, like, like other conventions, like what kind of panels happened at BotCon or, or TFCon or... I, I I think I think he is asking uh, I it's kind of two pronged I think he's asking specific because like so George uh, uh, so he he's a du- he's a dude that I um, met a year ago just over a year ago and his uh, his story is kind of similar to mine in that like you know he's been a lifelong fan of the franchise um, is a huge big fan of the Transformers the movie in fact that's how he and I got connected was uh through through um podcasting groups actually and like he posted something about doing something for the 35th anniversary of transformers the movie i'm like oh my friend (laughs) let's be friends (laughs) do you like the transformers the movie i didn't know it's a it's it's all right i mean it's 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 fine i I thought it was challenge of the gobots movie i thought that was your that was your that was your jam well, I, I think maybe it's a little too soon to talk about rock lords. I think that's been uh, that 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 has been in. The, so we're we're not we're not talking about the rock lords and their challenge. And I I still I still don't even understand half of that. But th- that's all right. There 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 is a version. I mean, you know, I I could I don't have the emotional bandwidth to really s- 
deep in the muck, but there is a part of me sometimes that would really like to do like a like a like a TMZ trashy uh, style uh, Transformers uh, podcast or YouTube channel where I'm just like talking about the 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 hot bot goss and just talking about like all like the sleazy nasty stuff that seems to uh, uh, permeate this uh, this fandom. It could it was it was an eventful um, uh, weekend for Transformers Twitter. I'll just I'll just kind of leave it there. Um, your response to Rock Lords is I can't I don't have the emotional capacity for this right now. You're like I can't do this. I just I just I just can't. But uh, but anyway, so 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 my buddy uh, George, he he was kind of like me. Like you know, he has a lot of affection for the movie, a lot of affection for the brand, but doesn't know anything about the the fandom. So his um, uh, gateway into fandom was through me, which I, I was just like, buddy. <laughs> but but no, so he's he's you know learning about Transformers conventions and kind of like the whole larger scene, and um, it's it, it's been kind of cool in a, in a way to kind of see the same journey that I had like three four years ago to to see somebody else and it kind of on their journey as well so very very long story short i think i think he's legit asking about some of the stuff that happens like at transformers conventions and and then we can kind of um talk about um uh, uh sidefest as well you know obviously there's like voice actor panels and uh, toy panels and I mean panels for anything, but yeah, I, I, can, I, I mean I attended a lot of Bacon, so I can talk about some of the panels that they've had. Um, some of them which we'll never be able to have because they were put on by Hasbro themselves. <laughs> you know, they would do their big toy reveal, which was probably the best panel of the of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they would have designer panels where they'd show like different recolor ideas that they've been thinking about or ones that they, how they came to the conclusion they were going to come to. And of course, like you said, the voice actor panels, the IDW panel, the, you know, if there's like a a media, you know, whatever media is currently happening. I remember in 2008, the big reveal of, of Transformers animated and, um, or maybe it was 2007, they revealed animated in 2008 you started to see some of the toys show up mm-hmm. um, but there was you know there was was one of the first times they actually showed like the the cartoon little bits of the cartoon and and people were not sure about the designs they saw it in an animated form they got really excited so yeah, it's, it's really infectious like what huh? was the, so i want to ask a history question but like what was the what was the response to animated like before it came out yeah it was not liked it was kind of heavily criticized and the idea that they kind of like did this kind of hurricane transformation um bothered a lot of fans yeah um but they had uh derek wyatt was on the one of the creators and he's a lifelong fan so it was it was one of those things like well he's truly a fan He's not like somebody who's like, hey, I grew up with Transformers. He's like, no, he's really a fan. He brought in some really obscure characters uh, from the history of Transformers into animated and just little cameo behind the scenes type stuff. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the things that you can get at, at like an official Transformer convention, which no longer happens. But uh, yeah, I think what kind of panels are at Transformers conventions is a question that like the Sidefest organizer team has also been asking. Uh, because when it comes to panels, we're 
I don't want to come across as unconfident, but we're still very much figuring out how panels are going to work for us. Yeah. Um, and we've we've got some. What I'm really excited about the panels we have this year. I think they're very. I think they're very cool. I think they're going to be a lot of fun. Um, I am very excited about the show and tell panel. I think that's going to be exciting. Um, but these are these are not the panels that you'll see at, at other like conventions. Like this isn't something you're going to go to PAX and you're going to see this, or Emerald City and you're going to see this. Um, and I, I've always I've always been a fan of non traditional panels. Um, yeah. I when I go to like Comic Con and PAX, I, I bring a panel called the Cosplay Crunch Contest, which is more of a workshop than anything. Um, but uh, and Mike, we've talked about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, the, I mean, the Collector Oddities panel, I think, is going to be a lot of fun. But uh, when when we get to it, I'm very excited to talk about the Collector Show and Tell. I think that's going to be exciting. Yeah, and 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 uh, real quick, so Ryan had sent me a message on Facebook. Also, he he was saying I I'll be a part of the Oddities panel and hope to get uh, hope to get something to show that I guarantee no one has ever seen before <laughs> in public. And he wow. also wanted to. Yeah. So, I mean, so think about that. I mean, because, I mean, we talked Ryan King up uh, quite a bit earlier and like, you know, he's got, you know, uh, um, uh, eclectic taste in terms of like obscure collectibles. Um, we also mentioned that he's going to be selling off a uh, sealed and opened uh, uh, Beast Wars, including a lot of Beast Wars second stuff. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking to hard to find or later release stuff. Um, yeah. Ryan's got you covered. But yeah, I mean, that that's a that's a bold claim. Uh, he. Guarantees it, it but guarantees no one has seen before in public. So I and if it was now, anybody else I I <laughs> if it was anybody else saying that I, I I would have my doubts, but with with Ryan I'm like, oh no, I think he's gonna bring it and it's gonna be awesome. But the okay. the thing is uh, with with uh, being a, co a convention that's very toy focused is and and liz was talking about this too just trying to figure out what we want to do and it's not just about what we want to do but what people are interested in so we we try different things and it's and it's hard to say because you know the first couple of years of of Sidefest, um it was people showed up in the morning mm -hmm. they got their toys and then they were out by 12 or 1. Yeah, and then yeah. the the last few hours were just kind of dead, and um, and so it was like, well, what can we do to keep people here? And so we would come up with some panel ideas, and we put them later in the afternoon when people may be, you know, looking for something else to do, and and you know they've had varying success, you know, from you know just a couple of people attending to you know a pretty full riff it was something like uh you know like a david k you know, or or some of the other artists that we've had um so yeah i mean really and i'm, I'm just going to bring this up anyway is that we're going to be doing like a organizer panel and yeah. i think one of the questions we're going to be asking the people coming to that panel is what kind of stuff do you want to see what kind of stuff will get you excited what kind of stuff do people want to um what would make people want to stick around longer in the day for um, to to be entertained by? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I would yeah. also venture to say too that some panels just kind of naturally happen based off of what's going on with the show. I mean, for example, when we had David Kay that year, that presented a really awesome opportunity to have a voice actor panel that SciFest hadn't been able to do before. So 
I think sometimes, depending on what's going on, what we're having at SideFest, it kind of leads itself to certain panels. And sure. that'll make it easier sometimes, too, to also come up with the panels. Because mm -hmm. if we have a voice actor, that's kind of a gimme. That, that's a gimme for a panel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which sure. I, for one, would love to have David K. back, because that was cool. He was so nice, too. He was so great he to work with. Yeah. He was. I... I couldn't be happier with my first experience meeting a voice actor. Absolutely. Then, then I met David. Oh, somebody so, just yeah, chimed in. Oh, let's Some see. So Tim, so Tim yeah. on Facebook, uh, Tim, personally, I would like to see more personal collections of rare, interesting, et cetera, transformers on display to look at, not for purchase or anything. Well, then the oddities panel will be, uh, yeah, will be a good thing. Cause I'm going to be bringing a couple so, I mean, it, unless you absolutely hate Bumblebee, in which case, then I have nothing for you. But uh, <laughs> you're dead to me. Um, but I, I have some stuff that, that never got officially released um, anywhere. And so I've got some stuff like that. I have a Hasbro employee gift that was a Bumblebee thing that I'm going to bring. Oh, wow. Um, uh, so, yeah, I got some kind of some fun stuff. Rick says nobody likes Bumblebee. Yeah. Oh come on! <laughs> uh, see, we we've gone oh we, we've gone long enough with this chat to where like the nighttime crowd is starting to <laughs> to come out. You could you could see in the window behind me where it's starting to get kind of dark. It was daytime when we started, but yeah, now now that now the nighttime folks are coming out, um, and, and that that's a great reminder. If you want to join us in the chat, I just I just recently did a couple uh, fresh retweets and and some new shares. Uh, but yeah, if you want to join us in the chat, you know, questions for the SideFest Northwest uh, leadership team, uh, you know, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, uh, YouTube, uh, Twitch, wherever uh, the, the restream here should be able to collate that all, so we can uh, uh, we could all see that uh, pretty easily. Uh, uh, don't be shy. Um, Tim, oh, and Rick's uh, not shy because he no, just like no. flat <laughs> out. <laughs> Rick came in swinging. Yeah. He just kicked me in the robot nuts He's right like, there. <laughs> I, like, I guns actually hot. do like uh, Tim's idea for um, seeing people's collections. Wait, and, you see uh, all the retail bumblebees all together. There you go. So we did, I think one of the, one of the. It keeps going. It the whole it wall. The, the whole one. wall, Tim. No, it was one of the first side fests. You had a table of just Bumblebee stuff, didn't you? Just for show. I know. It was. I brought in um, all of the movie deluxes okay. up until that point, and I had them. I had two of each, and this is up through um, Dark of the Moon. Okay. So, and I had two of each in robot and vehicle, and I had them all displayed. It was thirty figures, I believe. Whoa! They have since released a lot more, and I think they're up to like fifty something deluxe bumblebee so i have three of oh. every sealed robot no so <laughs> so yeah i've uh I, I i'm just focusing on each i have it in robots sometimes i have vehicle being on my mood gotcha yeah Gotcha. I want to jump in. Uh, Tim did Please. say a chance for people in the community to show off their rare transformers. I'm going to use that to talk about the show and tell panel because I am very excited. Um, so the show and tell panel. Don't was... try to do good segues. Come on, please, man. Please, 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 please. Can I talk about the show and tell panel? Please. Please, please. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, but no, I'm very excited. Uh, we talked about this a little bit. We talked about different iterations of it. Um, but I, my, 
the the general gist of it was i thought a panel where like like just people attending the con could come up and like one at a time get to show off something cool um would be a fun and exciting panel um and not again not a traditional panel because it's you know uh i think we said ben's going to be sitting at the table kind of interviewing people and i'm going to be kind of manning the line you know pushing people to ben um but you know a, a chance for for someone to to stand up at a mic and say you know oh i've got uh crud what's my nearest transformer i've got my my tiny blind bag world this is not a good example of what the show and tell panel will be sure like. uh, but you know just a, a cool thing that you've got a thing that has a cool story behind it um you know something that you know you guarantee people have never seen before in public things like that um and i i'm i'm very excited i think it's going to be super interesting um so if you have uh, something in your collection that you would like to show and tell to people um, because who does not miss show and tell like yeah. <laughs> i think it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm very excited to see what people bring um we decided to do it a little bit towards the later end of the day about three o'clock um so that people have time to maybe buy something to show and tell um so if you find something super cool on the show floor you can say like oh you know this is this you know i'm gonna buy this you know first off for my collection but also oh hey this is pretty cool i can show this off at the show and tell and brag about my cool find at subfest this year so that sort of thing i am excited i, I think it. it's going to be very interesting so yeah that's uh, right. i'm sure thing i like about the uh, show and tell panel too is even if you don't have something that's like unique and cool to show uh having something with a really cool story behind it i think is also a really neat thing to do uh, yeah, and I and I feel like everybody. If you've been collecting long enough, I feel like everybody kind of has that. You know, so I mean, I'll, I'll I, I have I have a G one Fort Max that would have never gotten in my collection if it wasn't for a bunch of people in the community getting together and saying, "Hey, here's your wedding present." Oh, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, you know? and it's it's nothing. It's like it's nothing odd or unique, but. It's a G1 Fort Max. Like, yeah. that wouldn't be in my collection if it wasn't for people doing that. So, yeah. I mean, even if it's not a unique Transformer, if it's something that has a really cool story behind it, I still think that's worth it for a show and tell, too. So Absolutely. this is, I'll do my show and tell now, so I'm not tempted to do it during the actual panel. Oh, I'm going to okay. use a light because it's really hard to read. Um, I love it. So this is my 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 RC from Prime, uh, first edition. First edition, um, nice. My mom works on Guild Wars 2. She's their social media manager. And Sumali Montano is the voice of their main character, or one of their main characters. Um, she's also oh. the voice of RC in Transformers Prime. Mm. So my mom occasionally will fly down to Burbank to do like media interviews with voice actors. And every now and then she'll say, hey, I'm going to be interviewing this person. Uh, do you have anything you want them to sign? So she said, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to talk to Sumali Montano. Do you have anything? And I said, boy, do I, because I collect RC stuff. Um, so I have, it says, uh, it's got her signature on there. It is made out to me. It is nice. very cool. It is on oh the card. It says to Liz, here's to you and the love of prime. So it is very cute. It is very cool. I will never get rid of it. So things like that, I feel like are perfect for show and tell. So maybe That's not a... my blind bag world, but an autographed, you know, thing That's... made out specifically to you is neat. That's I'm amazing. gonna I'm gonna follow Liv's I'm gonna follow Liz's lead here and give another idea for somebody. So even if you don't make it to uh botcon, uh -huh. if you manage to get <gasps> oh. a hold of an autographed toy like this, that's worth talking about. Uh-huh. Peter Cullen signed Encore Prime. That's 
That's I've never pretty met him neat. a day in my life, never been to a botcon, but I still managed to get my hands on this bad boy. <laughs> just got to one-up me, huh? <laughs> Ben's looking oh, Ben's up oh, look at this. <laughs> he's, he's, he's going to the catacombs. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're, I, I love this. We're, we're just doing the show and tell panel now. And it says to and this and Rick actually got this for me um, <laughs> because I couldn't make it to um, that. The. Um, Emerald City Comic Con but it says to Ben and Statler. Let's roll up and roll out. So that, that was awesome. So yeah, I feel Very like everybody's cool. got something like this in their collection. Oh, yeah. cool Mike, there. Mike, you're at work, aren't you? Yeah, I, I'm still at yeah. work. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm mistaken. Am I yeah. remembering this wrong, Rick? Uh oh, uh oh. Oh, my thing's not scrolling. Is it a different? There okay. Yeah, there, there's been so much good chats. You got to scroll down. He is um, coming in swinging. Mine was stuck you on like one line. It your mistake. I, I maybe I may have gotten which which figure he got me signed. Oh no, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also want to call out um, um, Ashley's back in the chat. Um, I I agree. It would be fun to see just interesting collections of weird rare toys on exhibition um gotta check out the show and tell panel and see if any of my star screams are weird or obscure enough to be worth showing off see we sold a ticket we sold a ticket to the to the show wait a sec that's included with uh with your with con dealer, admission yeah. and, uh, <laughs> i was but... like i'm pretty sure ashley was already coming <laughs> <laughs> But even so, I, th I think we did a pretty good job of uh, hyping that up. That I, I think oh, yeah. that that's that's definitely going to be uh, uh, one of the highlights of the show as well. Um, so I, I also want to talk about some of the the other cool things that that um, that are happening at Sidefest that I think are unique to Sidefest that you don't see at say like a TFCon or some of the um some of the other uh fan conventions and like you know there there's uh the art contest um you got you got a a transforming contest you got a trivia contest and um it, it was it was a delight to learn about all of those uh when I first got uh when I first got to know Ben uh so from there could could you talk about uh some of the some of the uh contests that that are uh, they're going to be happening. Um, I'm going to speak to the trivia contest because the trivia contest okay. is kind of what led me to where we are today. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I would uh, help out at SideCon uh, with for Greg, and I just said, "Hey, you've you've got a lot going on. Do you want me to just you want me to take over the the trivia contest?" And he had his questions already up and going, so I was able to just jump in and do it and he was appreciative and then was like hey would you mind doing this again next year and that's when i brought jason on to help me with a visual component and then we started kind of changing up the the trivia game we would take inspiration from different game shows and stuff like that have different types of questions and so once again we're doing you know trivia this year uh because that's always been the thing that jason and i uh, worked on together and so it's going to be kind of like a jeopardy type uh format but it's teams uh we like having teams oh. because there's a few people in our community that uh, have an unnatural uh knowledge of transformers 
And so they can answer uh, any question from like, what's the 37th word that Optimus Prime said in the sea change episode? And they'll they'll do it. I, it's weird. Um, and, um, so, yeah, so it's going to be like uh, the first round is going to be uh, there's going to be five categories, teams of five. Each person picks a category that they feel comfortable in. So it could either be a G1 category, a Beast Wars, and so on, so on and so forth. There's different five different ones. And then after that, then they pick who they think is going to be their top contender, and then they compete in uh, a few more categories that are fewer or less questions but are more challenging. So, and then they – and whoever wins, whichever team wins, gets some uh, – some money for the show money Uh, for the show yes so one of the things we want to do you know we done like you know doing like prizes and stuff like that and we thought the best prize is money to spend in the dealer tables one gets people the thing that they actually want you know giving them like a random figure that was a retail figure that they may already have two of or they didn't want at all is you know not a great necessary incentive so uh giving them some like 10 15 bucks to spend in the dealer table gets one them what they want and two the money goes to the dealers which means they make more money because all they they get these like show dollars which uh we print up and then they turn them back into us and they get real money for that um so yeah it's 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 great for the dealers it's great for the people participating we are so. stimulating the economy, but only specifically within the Kent Commons. That's right. right. <laughs> In our own ecosystem. Yes, exactly. That's right. I love that. Um, so w- one of the the more uh, unique things that that you know I had never heard of this before, but the uh, so the, there there's two brackets. There's there's adults and then there's kids. Um, we got to talk about the transforming contest. Ah, <laughs> uh, transforming contest. Um, that was definitely something that, uh, originated with Ben and Jason with SideFest, but the yeah. last couple of years... It goes back to SideCon. Oh, does it go back to SideCon? Oh, yeah. Oh. See, because I wasn't even participating in the Transforming Contest. Although, yeah, I, I, 2004, I remember the, I remember the figure that was the Transforming Contest. It was G2 Sideswipe. <laughs> that was the um, figure... My son, Dalen, was in what entered in one of the contests. And you know what transform figure he had to mess with? <laughs> Movie Ironhide. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't easy at all. <laughs> but he actually won. Um, but so this year with the transform contest, yes, we've got a bracket for kids and a bracket for adults. Um, we... Oh my goodness, Rick! Rick, he he actually uh, won G two Sideswipe. Four point seven seconds, mm-hmm. Carter Robot for G two Sideswipe. Nice. I like the point seven. It's so specific. <laughs> I know, right? Oh yeah, Greg. Greg would time people because he he wanted. I, I think that was before he had two figures where it was a head to head competition. I think it was just one, and then you would just go and you would get timed and stuff. But. Uh, that just shows how long Rick has been a part of this community too. And uh, Greg is very specific. <laughs> that, that's a status update. <laughs> right 
Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, of course, we can't talk about what the prices are or what people will be transforming because we don't want anyone practicing. Correct. But uh, we have uh, we have appropriate transformers for the kids for what they're going to be transforming for the contest and uh, something that works for the adults. And um, I think we actually made some really good choices this year for the for what they're transforming and the prizes. And uh, so I'm going to have a lot of fun with that. I, I hope plenty of people consider signing up for it because I think the prices are worth it, but I might be being biased. <laughs> It's always fun to try to figure out what it's, which one, what figures we're going to use. And uh, we had, we had a list going and then we would just kind of, kind of vote on a couple and be like, well, I really think this one is a good option. And and then we just kind of keep narrowing it down. So it's, it's, it's fun. I'm such, okay. So when we were planning this, when we planned the transforming contest, there's like this huge ongoing list of like potential candidates for the transforming contest. Um, and when we're in a meeting for, uh, we have like weekly planning meetings and I bounce wildly between being like, come on guys, we got a bet on track. I want to go to bed. We have to hurry and being, and then like, you know, we start planning the transformers contest and they're, you know, big heated debate about which figure we should use. And I drop a one-step changer in the chat and I'm like, hey, let's do a one-step changer. And nobody <laughs> thinks it's funny except for me, but I do it every time. Um, so oh I am either gosh. keeping us on track or I am wildly moving us off track and making things take longer. We we did toy around with the idea of having six one-step changers that they had to do in order <laughs> and had them, all, have them all displayed, you know? So we had talked about that, I think, a couple, like, last year or the year before or something. It was kind I'm of... I'm still in favor. Yeah, it's, I, we just kind of think of, like, ways to kind of twist the twist the concept a little bit. I think, I think just leave it. Just plain one-step changer for everyone. No kid division, it. no adult division. Everyone gets the same one-step changer. Go. I spent way too much money on a one-step changer <laughs> recently. <laughs> oh. They're super fun. They are. I, I like them, but, you know... I got my world one step changer. Sixty dollars for one step is is pretty high. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a bit much. That's a that's a bit much. I don't know how to change the one step changer. <laughs> Where's the one step? <laughs> it's a one step, and I don't know what it is. It's a helicopter. It we somehow makes it into three steps. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that that is too funny. So we, if you are if you are just now joining us, we are talking about the return of Cybefest Northwest uh, that is coming up on July 23rd at the Kent Commons Community Center in uh, Kent, and uh, the hours for the show are 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, registration has been extended to July 16th, so you can uh, get on that at sidefestnw.com uh, and of course the advantage of pre-registering is that uh, you get early entry to the show you get in an hour early at 10 o'clock um, as opposed to the the rest of the general admission folks uh, there at 11 o'clock so uh, again just want to remind folks that registration is open through uh, July 16th um so yeah, so so yeah, uh uh what's what's left? What's left? Oh, uh art contest. Um do we want to talk about the art contest cuz I uh I'm I'm interested in light of recent events uh and this might be a little like breaking news workshopping stuff on a on a live stream as we go. Um but yeah, I thought I I thought we'd uh, uh spend a couple minutes uh, uh talking about the art contest here before uh, before we packed up. Yeah. 
Um, so the art contest is there's not a ton to talk about. It's not very different from your standard art contest. Um, people can bring in art. Uh, the rules we came up with are it doesn't have to be made specifically for this show, but it should have been made this year. Um, so, you know, something fairly recent, not, you know, something you've been milking for, you know, several years. Um, we aren't necessarily doing different divisions. Uh, what we've decided is depending on how many entries there are, we might do adults and kids, or we might just do one whole thing and then do some, some separate prizes. Like, you know, uh, if we, if we have a couple kids entries and, you know, a bunch of adult entries, you might do something like, you know, like best, uh, best unique pencil sketch or something like that for, for a kid's entry. Sure. Um, sure. But we, we're accepting all media forms. So it can be, you know, a, a, a digital, uh, print that you printed out. It could be, uh, you know, pencil and paper. It could be a customized figure, uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, so the awards will very much depend on what, you know, how many entries we have, because we're not sure if we're going to get, you know, a whole bunch of different entries or if we're just going to get a few. Um, so it's kind of, we're going to wait and see, but I'm very excited to see what, what we get. Um, one thing we did add this year was that if people want to bring their own displays, um, which is what we something we noticed last year was we did have people bringing in like, you know, I've got like a print or I've got like a, a commission I did uh, and it's a piece of paper and we hadn't, I, I don't think we had the foresight to have any way to display that paper. So it was lying flat on the table, which is fine. And it worked if you were right up close to the table. Uh, but we said, if you want to bring something like an easel or some sort of way to display your, your art, you're welcome to do that as well. Um, so I'm interested to see uh, how the artists will be displaying their work this year. So. And it's also not just about technical ability. We're also looking at creativity, uniqueness. You know, is this is this just another figure or character that's been done in the same pose, the same way, time and time again from different artists? Or is it a completely different type of feel? Or is it a completely different background or scenery or, you know, so just... Yeah, just seeing what people do that are different, and uh, we we kind of weigh that into our decisions on on who wins prizes. So okay, yeah, the criteria given uh, was craftsmanship, originality, and polish. Um, and uh, so craftsmanship is like you know what makes your piece like technically impressive. What techniques did you use? Um, and then originality is what makes your piece stand out from the crowd. Uh, and then polish is you know what how how has your piece been finished? That sort of thing. Um, so that, that's the criteria we're judging on. Uh, we're going to have uh, Billy judging the contest as well. Um, so I'm really excited to see what people come up with. Yeah, absolutely. And and if folks uh, want more information about any of the contests, whether it's the art contest, uh, the transforming contest, or the uh, trivia contest, uh, head over to sidefestnw.com. Uh, the quickest way I found is like you go and find the schedule, uh, which is published, and it and it lets you know where everything is. At. In fact, actually, I'll just do a screen share here and make it a rather than trying to. I I can I keep forgetting i'm in a visual medium and we could just uh we could just look at it look at it uh but no that the schedule is there it lets you know all of the events and then there are uh paths 
to take you to more information about each of the individual uh, contests and rules and events. Oh, in fact, actually, this takes you to the contest page now that I look at it. It has the, uh, all the criteria for the transforming contest, the trivia contest, and the art contest as well. So all of those are available as well as the... Um, uh, as well as the schedule. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing that thing where it's like, okay, what's left? What's left? Um, <laughs> we, have, we have some raffle items that we're going to be doing. What we've been doing the last few years is um, doing our raffle at the end of the day. Um, and we're doing that again, where we people get to put their raffle tickets into the prize they want to win. Which I love that. that that's a really good way to do it. And that way you're, 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 hopefully going to get something you really want. Um, I will reveal that uh, we will have a Titan class there that's going to be raffled. Uh, one that is not currently on market. Um, yes. Shocking. <laughs> we'll have a certain uh, uh, silver um, that makes you want to go faster. Uh, must go faster. Um, there's something else. Hmm. Um, Got some fossilizer, a set of fossilizers, which I think oh. is fun because those are my son loves those. Um, he's a big di- loves dinosaurs and he loves transformers. So dinosaur bone transformers are awesome. So a set cool. of all three of the regular retail and uh, and oh. a separate one for the exclusive tricranius. Nice. So yeah, those are just some of the raffle items that will be there. There's. Ma- a ridiculous amount of raffle items. It is very exciting. Now, wait, do you have a raffle item that's not so much toy focused either? Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, color me intrigued. I'm, I, I'm, I'm excited. Um, and then, uh, so I, so uh, I, I guess uh, one of the last couple things I wanted to talk about is I, I have been invited to host a couple panels. Um, I, I, I will be uh, hosting a um, IDW uh, artist spotlight where I will be uh, chatting with uh, uh, with Billy, uh, uh, Cosmic Danger Zone, and we'll um, uh, we'll we'll kind of chat about how. Um, somebody goes from just being a a local artist posting stuff on uh, Portfolio Day, getting noticed by uh, IDW uh, editorial, and then suddenly doing covers and interiors. Uh, it's a it, it, it's a really cool story that 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 I'm excited to uh, share. I uh, it's probably a conversation for offline, but uh, I'll probably try to figure out a way to maybe film that, and maybe like have it as like a live stream, very similar to what we're doing here but um i don't know how i'm gonna do that yet but i'll I'll figure it out and then it's uh it is the return of uh mike cybert radio live to uh close out the show we uh we did that a couple years ago it was it was uh it started off as uh the return of the legacy of the transformers the movie where i just talked about the movie but then it it very swiftly devolved into just kind of like an impromptu organizers chat where we just kind of reflected on the show that 
was and uh you know kind of doing a lot of stuff that we're doing here kind of like brainstorming for the future and um uh i i think we'll 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 not worry about the movie portion so much and just kind of get into like the chat maybe i'll talk about some of the news of the day uh maybe we'll do some open q a with uh uh with folks that are um there in attendance uh but i i think that'll be a fun way for folks to kind of uh close out the show especially if they if they got sacks and sacks of stuff and they just want to like sit down and listen to some knucklehead talk for uh for a few while while you kind of uh recollect your energies to be able to go back out into the world so that uh that that was uh that was a super fun panel um a couple years ago so i I, i'm really excited to uh bring that uh bring that back to sidefest northwest and i'm uh, grateful to you guys for inviting me to participate we're excited we're, we're having you. Having you. <laughs> it's fun stuff. And there's going to be a lot to talk about because there's going to be uh, San Diego Comic-Con. They have the Transformer panel on the on Thursday, and I think they're doing a panel about the new Earthrise show. Or not Earthrise. Um, Earthspark. Earthspark yeah. on Friday. So... So, yeah. So, we, we there'll be many conversations to be had about what, what we saw and and what we thought of things. I, I think so. I think I, I think and, and again, I love workshopping stuff live. But yeah, I think that's what it's what it's going to be. It's like a, a lot of news of the day type of stuff. And then just, yeah, reflecting on on Sidefest with everybody that wants to come uh, participate. And, and again, I, I think one of the things I, w- I want to incorporate is because, uh, uh, Ben, you might remember this. Liz, I think you were still closing down the, the um, show, but like towards the end of my Transformers the movie thing, I just invited folks to come up and say, hey man, do you got a story about watching that dumb movie? And uh, and yeah, we, we got like a good lineup of folks that, that mm-hmm. were just talking about being traumatized by that robot movie that one time. <laughs> um, and, and it was a lot of fun. So I think like uh, trying to incorporate some kind of like our um, audience participation Q&A thing, I, I think that could be, uh, that, that could certainly be a lot of fun as well. So, uh, but there it is, folks. I mean, that that is that is a a fun filled day. And uh, and uh, wait a sec, how much does it cost for all this to get in? Oh, that's right, ten bucks for adults. Um, so again, I know, that's right? Uh, for for I mean, we've we've been spending two hours talking about how this is uh, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 4 uh, five, 6 hours, 7 hours if you register <laughs> early of uh, of wall-to-wall uh, Transformers excitement. So, I mean, it's a, uh, it's, um, you know, it's all it's all about community. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, so again, uh, registration is open now. It's been extended through uh, July 16th. So don't miss your opportunity to come in an hour early and get some of those uh, uh, great deals. Uh, but admission for Sidefest Northwest 2022 is $10 for adults. That includes children ages three and up and $5 for children ages five to 12. There's no admission fee for uh, the kiddos zero to four. Um, and, and again, I want to call this out again the the special family rate 25 bucks gets you two adults and two to five kiddos uh so that's uh i mean that that's that's just a screaming deal because it's you know it's it's all about that family friendliness and community and it's uh it is going to be a a real blast 
Well, uh, well, team, I, uh, you know, uh, this, this has been lots of fun. Um, I, I think, uh, um, when, when we were planning this, I don't know if any of us were anticipating going quite this long, but, um, on the other hand, when you sign up for a Mike Seibert radio podcast, what else could it have been? But, um, I, I think, I think our time is starting to run short, but before, uh, um, before we part ways for now, um, I guess let's just kind of go around the room. Is there anything that that we might have missed? Um, uh, anything else in particular with regards to Cybefest? Kind of like uh, last call for alcohol uh, for uh, for things that we wanted to call uh, attention to. Uh, I would say just uh, if if anybody wants to have fun messing around with some transformers that they didn't have to pay for, enter the contest. Have some fun. See if you can beat out someone else's time because the prizes are good. Yeah. And the other contest, you can win more money to spend in the dealer room than you paid to get into the show. Oh, there it is. See, so I, you I, can actually you can come to Sidefest and and make money. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Liz, any final thoughts? Um, yeah. So Greg and I have a deal. Um, if he wears his Heelys, I'm going to wear my Heelys and vice versa. Um, so you guys have to wear Heelys. Uh, I'm dropping this on you live so everyone knows that I said it to you. So the gauntlet has been thrown down. Oh, um, my gosh. And I'm expecting you guys to have your Heelys ready so that we can all transform and roll out. Um, I'm going to use my proxy. My son will wear his Heelys. I'll take that. You know, I, I will accept that. Yeah. And they're very, very glittery. They, they're like, <laughs> yes. they're like disco ball shoes. It's mine are, oh mine are bright pink and glittery, so I am ready to go. Okay, if I, if I my, find a transformer scooter, can I use that? No, it has to be Heelys. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. oh man, Mike, I know you've got yours, right? You're ready you know to go. what? I as soon as we sign off here, I'm going to do some <laughs> shopping. See, see what I can come up with. Uh, see if they make them in my size. For they it's like, oh, we do. I'm sure they have a boomer collection for. for, for <laughs> it's like so. You tried to keep up with the kiddos. <laughs> that was great. one of the first things I bought when I got adult money. They are nice. worth it. Yeah. That's that's awesome because like I, I I'm. News. I, uh, I I chase my cats throughout the house and we have hardwood floors and I wear socks so oh, like perfect. my 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 move is I I slide around those those corners and and so yeah um I, I think I think I would be a menace in Healy so oh, I'll I'll see what I can excellent. I'll see what I can do Kate Cummins <laughs> I, will not be allowing us back next year No <laughs> <laughs> It's like remember when that boomer went all feral in his, his Healy's <laughs> My gosh Well well, uh, well, folks, th this has been um, a, a great time, and uh, uh, Rick gave us a, a nice uh, a comment to sign us off. Thank you, Mike, and all the inf for all the information and the Cybefest team for this year's upcoming show. It is going to be a blast, and again, that is that is going to be coming up on July 23rd, returning to the Kent Commons Community Center from 11 to 5. It is Cybefest uh, Northwest 2022 uh, for Transformers fans, young and old new and long time come celebrate transformers at uh Cybefest northwest so that um that i think is going to wrap it up i would like to thank ben jamal and and liz uh for uh for joining us here um and again that'll wrap it up for uh for this episode thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with us i mean my god there's still a half dozen people watching don't you people have jobs go to bed go go commute <laughs> oh my gosh thank you mike um, <laughs> 
for everything you've done and uh we really appreciate you helping us out and stuff and and now that people have seen our faces come say hi to us at the show um we're yes. wandering around doing our job but we're also we would love to to hear from people so come say hi yeah. absolutely very very cool all right and and again uh thank you guys for for inviting me to participate it, it's it, it's a fun collaborative uh uh partnership it's a it's it's tons of fun um and i want to remind folks that uh if uh if you're watching on a video you can listen to my podcast it's called mike cybert radio podcast uh you can listen to all of my shows you can subscribe on apple Podcasts, stitcher google podcast spotify tune in or wherever the heck else you listen to your podcast you can also check out my youtube channel for even more videos that's kind of the the permanent archive for the uh the live streams here um and then also uh they have uh transcribed videos of the audio podcasts i don't know how to explain that but basically my my podcast host also publishes youtube so you get um videos of audio and it's it folks seem to like it because I, I guess people uh, still find podcasts on YouTube which is which is super rad um, and, and I do some uh, separate videos uh, as well from time to time um, and you can join the MSRP friends and fans Facebook group uh, become a Mike Cybertronian and you can find me on all those social medias at Mike Cybert Radio on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram like share, rate and review the show let us know what you'd like and what you'd like to know more of in the future and Tune in for the return of the Mike Seibert Radio podcast live stream on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Live, and subscribe so you never miss a show. Um, that is going to do it for me. But, uh, but folks, are there uh, any other uh, social media? Oh, we didn't even talk about the Cybefest social medias. My gosh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so if if folks wanted to, I, I was supposed to do that before I read all of that other stuff. Um, if folks wanted to get the the latest. Uh, and greatest with uh, Sidefest Northwest. How can they uh, find more on the internet and how can they uh, stay current out on the social medias? I'm just going to ask Liz because I know she, she's <laughs> the keeper of the social keys. Yeah, we are Sidefest uh, NW pretty much everywhere. Um, so Facebook, Twitter, uh, those are the two where I remember and the best about posting on. We're also on Tumblr and Instagram as well. Um, Instagram has actually been having some issues lately, but mm -hmm. you can find our posts there. Um, so anywhere that, uh, for the most part, that you use social media, you can find Sidefest Northwest there. Sidefest NW, uh, most places. And then our website as well, um, which is just sidefestnw.com. We'll have all of the most recent information as well. Terrific. And again, that's that's where you can go to get registered. Again, registration has been extended to the 16th, so don't... Uh, so don't miss out on that, uh, Sidefest Northwest. And uh, so for uh, for my guests, uh, Liz and Jamal and uh, Ben, uh, my name is Mike. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. And until next time, tell all or one, make your choices. Oh, I think I think that'll about do it. Bye, bye, bye. Wave, bye. wave, wave. I'm going to keep <laughs> waving until you turn off the live thing.